Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 292 of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jim. I'll be joined by Eric in a moment. Tried to get him to do the intro with me, but he said he didn't have anything prepared. He didn't have anything prepared, he said, but... Before we go off to a bunch of books, let me tell you where you can find us all around the internet. You can go to the Twitter page that is Weird Science DC. You follow us, we'll follow you back. You can go to our website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, read all of our reviews. Mostly all of the books each and every week are reviewed, written reviews there. You can also go to our YouTube channel that I just started upping the ante on. That is Weird Science Comics, you can go and I have reviews of DC Comics and Marvel Comics and also some news items and some commentary even. Also, we have a Patreon account where you can go and support us for the stuff that we do here on the regular feed and all the other things, the podcast for Marvel, the video, all this stuff all wrapped into one. All that fun stuff we do, but one of the things that we do on the Patreon each and every week is we end up doing a Patreon-only spotlight where the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, they end up picking two books from the current books that are out that week, and me and Eric get together on Thursday night and record a podcast, and this one was about an hour and 20 minutes long. And it was the Batman Secret Files number three and the Joker 80th Anniversary Super Spectacular number one. So if you want to listen to those, those are on our Patreon picked by the badasses. Don't blame me. That's not my fault. And with that, though, at the end of the month, we're going to have an annuals month. Now that DC has their books coming out on Tuesday, it is going to be an annuals month the last week of June. And with that, we have that week, the podcast is a Patreon-only podcast. The podcast that we do that week will be on Patreon. Kind of get people a little inspired to check it out, see what's going on. But yeah, if you want to listen to that, come on over to the Patreon as well. Now, I like to blame the badasses for the picks that they end up doing. And so here's the salute to them. It is the badass roll call. Oh my, we're going to start with Manship, T-Funk, Luke Hollywood, Prime 9, he's now going, that rolls off the tongue well, Lone Wolf Marv, Lawrence Lee, Niels Keyword, my man Rob Lewis, Dalton Edom, Christian Falls, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, Nick Adams, Mark Jager, Josh Ramillion, Aldrin Stoja, Manga Mark, I'm going to keep with, Manga Mark it is, Eric G., David Fink, Brandy Murray, Bobby Bain, Adam W. Lafferty. Uh, we like to welcome him on as a badass. Ted Probst, Brian King, Bill Bear, Thomas D. Felrath, Cam, Forrest Pauly, Tony Walton, Joey Bear Costco, Joseph Watch Sick, Comic Boom Rocky, D Man 3000, All New Dave, Carlos, my man Pete from NYC, Polly Pete down under, probably riding a kangaroo down there. He's from Tasmania. Yes, he's down there. Uh, we have now I'm, I'm messing myself up Cellar Dweller Luis Ulysses Jones Hakeem Double Aaron Simon Swanee Anthony G Missy T Ruben And all time Reggie Shout out to Reggie As always So yeah Thanks all of you badasses Thanks for your picks On all the things We end up doing But also thanks everybody Who is on the Patreon In general Thank you for your support 
and everything that you do to help us out. And with that, I'm going to go off to me and Eric talking about the books. Yes, and here we are to start off the podcast with a bunch of books. we got six books to talk about tonight, a couple mails, and everything else. And Eric Shea. That's me. Eric Shea is here. He may or may not have been in that intro. May not. <laughs> I, I ended up, well, probably not now. Well, let's just go with that. You you weren't prepared. You just told me You stuff. didn't tell well, me well, I was and, uh, Hey, you should always be prepared. I was I know for weeks, and then you it, told me not to do it. It takes the hip shakers and love makers a, a lot to get going. But, hey, we have a bunch of books tonight. And pretty much where Eric, went, right before we started recording, said, you know what? This is an awesome bunch of books. And then we started talking about them and realized, yeah, some of them are pretty good. We not got all. some good and some Still, bad. Though, it, Just it, like seem, it does seem like a positive week, though, overall. You know, from the books I really remember, yes, I'm remembering the positive ones. Yes, you remember too. (laughs) It's like you remembered. You didn't have to deal with Harley and Amethyst, so you lucked out there. I ended up getting to talk about those on the spotlight, and yeah, you would have lost your mind with those. But we have we have a bunch of these here, and we have three to go in this section, a pretty big section. And if you want to read the reviews of these three books, which are Batman, Just Again, Just Like Odyssey, and everything else we're talking about tonight, you can go to our website, Weird Science DC comics.com and read the written reviews uh, eric told me that print's dead yes but really it's it's not really print it's it's on the digital screen That's print. so i'm not going to go that it's print uh, hey and uh, you know looking at the numbers i, I think print is right. Dead. Okay, right. <laughs> I, I think you're right but we're going to start with batman number 92 92 eric an, an issue that was delayed for quite some time first off with a shutdown And then when everything came back, they delayed this a month. They didn't want this to come out until they were ready to have it, you know, circulate in the populace. They wanted it to get in everybody's hands. Of course. Well, yes. Well, it wasn't because of that. It was because of Punchline. And I say that in my blurb, which I will do right now. It is written by uh, James (laughs) <laughs> James Tynan IV. I don't know why. Somehow I went and got this from the deal, and it says art by James Tynan IV. I'm going to go check That's on that. Now. Art by Gilliam March, Tamay Moray, and Clayton Cowles. Uh, all of the hype surrounding the punchline Harley Quinn fight, we finally get Batman 92, and the Riddler gets the spotlight, though, feeling a little like Zero Year and Cursed Wheel backup story and All Star Batman all rolled up into With one. With a little meth. 
Yeah, the crossword gets wonky a bit, but it's all a dupe to get Batman face-to-face with the designer. This is the Gilliam March art that I know and love and have been missing for a while, and the issue was good enough to keep me interested, even though by now I think that most people want the Joker War to start. That's where I think that the problem with this is going to be. The designer is just now a speed bump. That's to get the thing with this whole thing. Once Joker this is War. all collected, especially you know after all the like tie-ins come out and stuff like this, I do believe that this would be included with it because it is the lead up to the Joker War, the big beginning to get the the, sh- the shot, the, the firing no, shot. What's it called yes. now? The freaking you know the uh, the starting bell. Yes, I would think. Well, I would think that you would have. Like starting, starting this issue or the last issue <laughs> as a road to, you know, Joker War type deal and, you know, go and have some omnibus. I still believe that the designer is the Joker. So I I, do too. it's all works out for me in that end. It's like, all right, let's fool Batman into doing this whole thing so we can get these things started. Well, Eric, I did that video just on that, and I agree with you. Oh, I agree 100%, but some people that watched the video did not agree. Eric, I, I thought that I had pretty solid proof. And one of the things that I said in that, and I don't know if you realize this, that we thought because of the secret files that just came out that yeah. we had on the Patreon, that it pretty much in the last story by Tynan revealed, oh my, you know, really spells out that the Joker is probably the designer when he went to recruit. Deathstroke, right? We we talked all about this. Well, the Secret Files originally was supposed to come out the same day as the first issue of Joker War. Okay. So it got pushed, you know, it got pushed ahead of th- I think that that's why you you got that reveal then now it's a spoiler. Then well, it was just going to be, oh, just I see. That. Even the whole thing when we had Joker in the last issue talking to that tiki bar guy about the barman, about how, like, you know, we're catching everybody up. He's like this. I told the devil when he asked me what I wanted, I said, I wanted to be the devil. So the idea of the Joker putting on the designer who we considered the devil's disguise, you know, becoming that devil. And not only that, but on that one cover, I don't remember if it was 90 or 91, saying the police are infected with Joker toxin. When we saw in the issue, they're infected with that weird green designer back from the dead. Yeah, nest. yeah. The crazy, I, I actually thought that was the specter goo, but you know, grudges. Knows, you know, it's all go- the grudge goo. Ah, yes, but you start this issue with Commissioner Bullock. He he's yelling and screaming, and he goes to see and no yelling. That's for sure. Penguin, who there, you're going to be arrested. You killed police. He's like, what? What are you talking Scorn about? Is still I, locked up in the Hall of Justice. I guess being fed I, I by wish, a new Justice League member each and every day. I don't know. I wish that they would let us know what it, at least was happening with them. But you end up having Penguin. He's he's the victim. He is. And he says, so says well, his lawyer, at least. Yeah. Well, he said, I'm not going to, you know, even listen to you about that nonsense because I'm busy. I am going to file a lawsuit against Deathstroke and all you jerks doing all this because I am innocent. How dare you accuse me of killing police officers? I was kidnapped by those rogues out there. I was like, they killed my men and they almost killed me. You come in here and dare accuse me. How dare you, sir? And plus, he's got Steven Seagal old, looking like a bodyguard there, because old school Steven Seagal. And he's so, yeah, you have this going on. And this is just to kind of, you know, get you back into the deal, show you what Penguin was up to after he got his neck sliced. And while that's going on, all of a sudden, the, the whole city starts turning green. And you see that the Riddler 
is up to no good. And I love Bullock here. He's like, oh, does it ever end? He's, <laughs> oh, so, he's like, I need to resign. This is not, I'd rather be that kind of on the, you know, good and bad side of things line that I used to tell as just a detective. Yeah, I don't like this nonsense. Now I got to deal yeah. with this freaking super villain yeah. bullshit. And it's funny because that is also a kind of theme that, Deathstroke goes with this well with Batman. Like, you got to deal with this. It, it, it ends up being like that big thing of, yeah, Gotham is a piece of shit. Why does I anybody get out live of here? here? I'm yeah, like, yeah, I understand, so Slade. I say the same thing all well, the time. We found out that people are just trying to get, they're moving in, Eric, just to test themselves. Bunch of jerks they are. Yeah, tested themselves. But yeah, you end up having the Riddler pretty much take over every sort of media device on the in the entire city and has set up a grid of the city to be a crossword puzzle. Now, the puzzle sure. gets wonky. The puzzle gets wonky, and I think that why I don't think it's supposed to matter that much is we don't even get to see no. the actual puzzle because Batman goes underground and gets on the the bat train. Whoop, whoop, get on board, Eric. And so it's, I, I do it love the lead up to this whole thing where we are in the sewers with Catwoman and Harley trying to get to a secret criminal like base to get you know you know utilities to go and pull various jobs for the underbroker and stuff like that. And Harley's like, "Why do you guys go down the normal sewers? Don't." you have superhero sewers that smell nicer I, I thought you even had a whole subway station going on the bat subway train and it's a big joke and laughing on just to find out that batman does batman have a bat does train have ready and waiting whenever he yep. needs it he has the bat train and while this is going on this is where it gets a little wonky again of what is being done how it's being done because you do have catwoman and harley down in the sewer walking you don't know exactly what they're going to find at this point you think maybe catwoman has like a secret lair type deal or whatever but I was you'll have a secret stash because the way we ended the last issue she was talking about stealing the wayne foundation money before the designer has a chance to so i'm like all right what are we doing down here well, she got some extra whips, now it just gums. seems like she's going down just to get that equivalent of money a different way See, i in just my figured mind. she was going down here to get armed up or whatever utility she needs to go and actually take care of the job of getting this thing done before punchline does yeah but the, the thing is they don't seem to know that punchline was going down there and no. when they go in they say Harley's like eh, we were going to rob the bank, and so was I. So I just think they're trying to get the money, the equal amount that was going to be taken, so that they can kind of dupe the designer if he's the Joker or not. I don't know because it doesn't seem like what the underbroker has there would be something that would be like armaments or something. It seems like all money. But that's when the thing. They're doing in this, there, I don't know if they're going to have if it's all a technological kind of thing. Like I can download the money. Well, I don't think they're going to get anything because at the end she's just going to she just blackmails them to get all the money. So you know I. I think she was going there to blackmail him all along. She knows exactly who that underbroker was, where he lives. She's going to sell him out unless you give me money. I'm going to make you rich. Okay, that's what we needed with the money is what it seemed to play to me. But before that, you get zombie GCPD members yeah. coming out of the sewer, which I would love to think were the KG beasts uh, victims from back in the day, Eric. You know, when he was down in the sewer, they they <laughs> just rose. All CIA agents or FBI yeah, agents? Yeah, that's what I. We need those guys. They they rise from the they dead. They never but went that, for the bodies. They're still no, there to this no, day. They're still there. Nobody's going down the sewer. They're still there. But yeah, Kill them rising them. up with the you know gas coming out, it, it gets a little wonky again. The whole idea when we were talking about it originally and thinking. Well, well, it might be that the designer is the Joker. One of the things that we were wondering before we saw that maybe the Joker just killed and there was the guy was that Tartarus house and all that craziness. But just the idea that these seem to be zombies rising from the dead of the sewer seems really off 
for something that the Joker would be able to do. Uh, but just I that don't green know. gas coming out of their mouth, though, as they rise, it just actually goes back in my mind to point towards the Joker. I don't know how it he does, got this but ability. Yeah, this is yeah, this reality. is what I'm saying. Are we just going to pull a thing where he's a black lantern out of nowhere? It's like <laughs> rise. There are going to be some coming up Eric but when you you have all this going down is it going to be also if it is the Joker which we do think is it going to be one of those where the designer had some wonky things that the Joker just grabbed before they burned the house and sunk it in the ocean did he go back and get some stuff you know I don't know because that's where it goes a little off the trail there and maybe that's just to dupe us but we need an explanation eventually of what is going on with that and how that is being done where we have some green smoke kind of enemy that actually goes and separates itself goes in the bodies and like individually animates them up there that's why we had the green smoke coming out it's gonna be a weird thing almost like a clay face or a red cloud from action comics i hope not but you end up where like we said that harley and selena they are down there they're going to this underbroker. they do go in in the meantime you do have batman and deathstroke get on the bat seems just like a weird fancier black mask slash red hood to me yeah, he does. He actually does. Or like the outsider or something. It kind of reminded me a little when he was the hologram doorman it's thing the before they go soldier in. soldier when he got some money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody changes with money. He's got a nice red suit, though. But yeah, when Batman and Slade get into the Bat train, you just have Batman sitting there answering the crossword I, puzzles. I, for some and- reason, had so much fun with this idea of Batman, who has fought Edward at this point so many times. That he just knows. so many riddles that he is actually yeah. 13 steps ahead of Riddler, and it is driving Riddler nuts. Oh, yeah. Now, the, it's driving him insane. The problem it, is, it like, is. when we get to the whole thing, when we talk about, you know, the crossword puzzles, the thing starts with a T on the thing, you know, photography, but the T is the fourth letter. Screws that whole thing up for, like, the way it's spelled out here. But the thing that really bothers me for some reason and besides for this editorial problem is the one riddle which i'm telling you these riddles 10 times better than anything tom king ever did with the riddler yeah i I actually enjoyed reading these because they're fun to figure out but how many seconds are in a year and batman says 12 is the answer and i'm thinking to myself personally i think there's 24 seconds in a year because it's all about the idea of like jet let's say january 2nd and each one each month has a second for their 12 that would be good 22nd now this is the thing. Twenty four. The thing. Well, the thing of the second. third letter is T from photography. That doesn't necessarily mean that the T is the third letter in photography. This is the crossword puzzle. He's asking what the letters are in the grid towards what would be revealed before. Like we're playing the Wheel of Fortune, where he'd say, "Well, you just gave me this clue. What is on the board?" Well, the third letter from this newest clue would be the T from photography still doesn't make sense it still doesn't work because he says 12 so that doesn't work in the grid way that i think that it's playing out like i, I said, just imagine third, like you know the third letter in from a horizontal one is like then we go down and the answer would be 12 off well, the t there yeah. but it's not, the t is the fourth letter obviously. but it's weird but he says like i said he says i don't know the grid you would have known you know what's going on what's on the board at that point for that clue and he's like okay well the third letter is the t from the photo- photography all right well third letter let me figure Figured out, and then he says twelve. It doesn't make sense to me because that would he's saying it would be the third letter of this new clue. It's wonky because you can't see what they're talking about. I guess we could map it out, 
but you have this idea that Batman's underground and the whole thing's going above and you're not seeing it. So, yeah. So it just ends up where then Batman just answers like the next seven <laughs> and this across this desert. Row. That's the whole yeah. thing too. The idea that like you would know about the grid if you were on you know city level like you should be instead of cheating like you are right now. Yeah. And the idea that Batman is stalling for time as he makes his way to Wayne Tower and the Bruce Wayne's office building to Mike because he, he has seen on the TV screen where the Riddler is. He's going right where he needs to be to get the Riddler yeah. and is just stalling him at this point because he already knows what the grid is. He starts labeling like naming the next ones left and yeah. right before the Riddler can even ask the question just driving Edward Oh, yeah, he's insane. And I love I the, the idea. the doesn't help either. That, no, well, the Batman is always prepared. I can imagine for years he's been getting like the crossword puzzle and uh, stupid riddles of the month club. He gets the book and Alfred reads it to him at bedtime. You know, here we go. What has two, three, four legs in, in birth? You know, all that stupid stuff. He just that we went to get. the whole big thing, the Scholastic Book Month or whatever the book is. That's what I'm saying. He and just like, gets you know, stupid the, the, riddles. The elementary book school, like the elementary school books where you can get like, you know, 50 best riddles. Yeah. For kids, yeah, but well, that's why it works for Batman because that's usually what these stupid writers use themselves because they're always lame. Uh, but yeah, you end up where in the end you can twist and turn this any way that you want because you can see that the Riddler he's out of his gourd. He is a meth addict right here, you know? And so with that, he's also there doing the designer's plan here. It's weird, though, because I like the way he's acting here because he is all stressed out, hasn't slept, hasn't eaten. It looks like he is on amphetamines. But the the new look for the Riddler here, not a fan of, but the way the Riddler is acting, I'm all about him, actually, because I I don't like the way that he's been betrayed recently where, you know, with that question mark on his freaking stomach and actually looking like he's a bulked up kind of bodybuilder, kind of guy with his shirt up for everybody. He my- stopped roiding and now he's lost. Yeah, he, hasn't he's, eaten, he's he has been working out. That's yeah. what happens. He's on meth. Look at him. Uh, he hasn't shaved anything. So how the mighty have fallen. That, oh my! And you see him to go with the idea that the designer he wants Batman to go where they are anyway, where they're in the Wayne Enterprise deal. So this is where Batman even says when he sneaks up on Edward at the end, says, "Hey, I, I recognize the room that you were in right away." That's why he took off right away and went underground and didn't even worry about the deal. It's kind of what he has already done in this whole deal leading up to this. He He's had times where he's seen people and, oh, I saw a moth. I'm off to get. So he always does end up not know what's going on. But when you have Riddler doing that, when he does get caught by Batman at the end, he kind of just is like, thank God. Like, I, I just need the rest. I, I'm too hyped up on this meth. I need to. I need the detox. Please send me somewhere. Send me somewhere nice. The Caribbean. You're but going in back the meantime, to Arkham tonight. It's time your brain wrestler, you know. That sounds nice. I'm telling you, I, he doesn't want to do this. And even at the beginning, it's set up well by the penguin who says oh, when yeah. it goes green. And the funny thing is, I don't know if you agree, but when you hear the city is turned green, I think Joker right away. I don't think Riddler first. I think Joker. I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, oh, what are you doing, Edward? Uh, oh, okay. It's just the Riddler. He's going to play his games. But yeah, he just wants to rest now. But when you do go back to Harley, and Selena, they go into this sewer, you know, fortress the lair of the underbroker, entrance. who I do like. I, I think that this is pretty cool. And it's something that actually opens up some stuff for Selena in this book. You know, something that maybe Batman doesn't this, know you know, about, but he may know about. feels like a video game shop owner, which you go to to like, like, it. like you know, add Turn it to the your RPG. equipment. Yeah. You, you go there and buy some magic items, about 17 potions. That's what I guess. Is it a secret entrance in a cave? 
Yeah. Or a sewer. <laughs> Wherever the hell it is. You get a Phoenix feather. You get all that. Well, he she goes in and she's like, Yeah, I'm gonna make a withdrawal and punchline's already there and says, Hey, I thought that, you know, we weren't gonna have company. And I like the way the underbrokers played here of, you know what, I'm always about the deal. He's a guy who loves the deal. So hey, I'm gonna figure this out. And this is where you do get the face-to-face meeting, then fight with Harley and Punchline. And the thing that I get from this is I love Harley way more than Punchline. I think that she outplays Punchline in this, in what should be maybe the changing of the guard where you're supposed to see how great Punchline is over Harley and do that. It's also in my mind to show you uh, Punchline's, you know, under the thumb of the Joker and here's the liberated Harley that can go and do her own thing. But I think that Harley's going to die at the end of this Joker war and you think Punchline will. So we're going to have to see what goes on there. But the lines, the way it's played out here, Harley is so much better. And that's the reason is, I think that Harley, I mean, a punchline is going to yeah. die because Harley is so much better. Yeah, Even but if people we have- are so sick of Harley now because they put her in so many things and punchline is causing us. And you have this issue as two variant covers a punchline. That's how much she's selling. But is it just speculators or is it actual fans? I think I, it's both, I, actually. The yeah, thing is, I, like, you know, weird. I don't think that anybody who is a fan of Harley wants to replace her with anybody else. And that's the big deal. You know, you have the people who are fans of Harley who keep the Harley machine running this entire time. Well, yeah, they it's do. diminishing returns over how many years we've been doing the Harley book and stuff now. But I really think for the character arc of like Alexis Punchline, from what we saw in the suicide, yeah. uh, not the, not, no, the 80th anniversary of the yeah, Joker, the 80th anniversary. where she is a kid pretty much in college being manipulated by the Joker. She thinks she wants this. And I think the whole thing is, like you said, Harley's way more popular. And I think the Joker sees that as well. So when it comes down to the Harley punchline and the Joker, I think the Joker will kill punchline because she is no Harley. Maybe, but Harley's kind of ditched the Joker. I actually think that maybe that's the joke. Well, yeah, well, here's the punchline. I, I end up thinking that maybe it's even a little more that the Joker is, again, a lot of people are getting sick of the Joker. The Joker shows up. He doesn't have any. Harley has ditched him, and people would get mad. Now, some people wouldn't. There's the big fight. Do you oh, yeah. want Harley with Joker or without Joker? But to have Harley in her own books, to show up in something like this, she does have to tend to go on the good side of things and maybe they're afraid that the joker just by himself is getting stale so that's why you have more of punchline there not to just replace harley in a way that oh we'll get another harley but to replace harley and man joker's better when he has another gal with him to do things but i end up with the idea punchline harley's fun and Harley always was fun. Even Harley killing somebody in cold blood, it would be in a funny deal. She'd have a quip. The idea that Harley, hey, you a fan of mine? I'm not a fan of yours. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah I want to know what the joke is. Well, you'll know when I peel your skin off. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's not that funny She's to dark. me. Oh, my goodness. She is. Sassy. Well, we saw she smokes, Eric. So you know what that means. She's cool as hell? (laughs) No. She's going to get lung cancer. And thank God she smokes and, and didn't vape. I mean, then then we have problems. But yeah, Harley is just talking, and I and I even love Selena, who knows this punchline. That's Joker's new girlfriend, like, and and saying it like thinking Harley's going to be upset, freak out, doing like yeah, I think that's the girlfriend, and then you end up having punchline say I'm his partner. Man, and, I love the art in this whole uh, whole thing great. in the Underbrokers. It's so bit. good. When we I have love- this whole back and forth between Catwoman, Harley, and Punchline. It's such a great way. It's so like the picture. It is. Here. 
just the scene is that like, why are you dressed like that? Uh, she's the Joker's new girlfriend, Harley. I'm his partner. And then Selena gives Harley the wink, like, yeah, partner. And then, oh boy. She's Even like, the line and- when we have Harley say to her, honey, a few years from now, after you have a couple dozen, like, you know, come to God moments and do some good long cries in the shower, I'm going to buy you a frozen margarita and we're going to have girl chat about it. It's so good. And then says, but right now I'm going to hit you in the head with this big effing hammer until you don't wake up. And then just attacks her. And again, there's where, you know, punchline, I'm shaking in my boots with her knife. And it's just, I don't like punchline as a character that much. I like much. punchline more that we've had her in the Joker 80th and in this issue right now. I'm actually on board when I was, you know, just kind of like, I don't need another Harley. But I'm like, if you can do something interesting with this character and keep it fresh with the Joker, I'm like, all right, let's do it. Well, Again, you you say that she would die because she's no Harley. I actually, if she would die, I think that this may be the one time that the Joker finds somebody who's crazier than him and he can't deal with it, that she's going to start flaying people and eating their faces and things like that. Joker's done. Really? That's illegitimate. She's been everybody's daughter. (laughs) Two faces, no one. She's his daughter by name. Yes. uh, But yeah, all that going on while you have. Harley and Punchline start fighting. You end up having Selena wear the underbroker. He's taking off. He, he's going to run out. And that's Not where Catwoman, she gets him and then basically says, I know exactly who you are and, and proves that. And then says to the point, I even know you're safe that you hide behind, you know, that Rembrandt that you claims original, but you really know it isn't. I know the combination. I'll tell all these jerks here what it is. And he's like, no, no, no. And what are you going to do for me? And he says, I'm going to make you very, very rich. As he's being let off, I'm like, why are you letting him go like that? It seems like weird. Like he's being let off stage like James Brown. He's going to turn around and come back. But she says then, all right, well, let's get you to a a computer terminal and get that money. And I think that this is going to be the play of, you know, when the Joker steals, you know, Bruce's, that she'll be able to just replenish it at some point. I think that this may lay low for a while until that like something that we're supposed to kind I of imagine forget it's the whole remember. thing about going into the bank digitally and transferring the funds from the bank now well that's what he's she's he's going to transfer the stuff but i think that we've from already the seen Foundation, though. that yeah i actually think that she is gonna you know just get it from him but it might be it might be that she'll steal the wayne stuff beforehand and then it'll be a play like that it's her plan yeah, yeah, it's her plan, but she's kind of with Batman now. So the plan really isn't the plan. But you have that there where this is all Batman going to find Riddler ends up, you know, saying, I'm going to take you to Arkham, knocks out Slade, which is probably the worst thing he could have done anyway. And then we're that's done with the Slade designers. Now. We don't got to deal with him. I'm no just more. saying, it, when you're going to know, he, he pretty much probably knows that the designer's there or somebody else is there, and you knock out a guy who might be able to, even though he is kind of hired by him. But I don't know, Batman could just hire Slade. Well, even he, before he gets designers talking forth. about how, you know, Slade, we don't need you anymore. I'm like, does that sound like he's going to pay me my fee? I'm like, yeah, no, it's yeah, not really. Slade. So there, that, and you brought that up. That's, that's the good point that they were going there because Slade was pissed, but he does knock him out. And says, though, when he knocks him out, there's a lot of, you know, tranquilizer. We'll see how quick your body and your system burns through it. So he may still jump up, but he is handcuffed as well. But you end up having the designer says, hello, Bruce, pretty much. You know, saying to Batman, I know who the hell you are. That's why we're here. Just Look, like I got, the Joker does. I got a picture of Alfred right here with a <laughs> bell there that I'm going to ring and stuff. And you got your pain. And yeah, I'm going to kill you. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see what happens there. It's good. 
It's a good issue. It's been the I, most I really excited like I've been for a Batman series in a long time. Actually, even going into this issue this morning, I'm like, well, it's been a long time since I read a Batman issue. And I'm like, you know what? I really, really enjoyed this. I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. I'm going to go 8.5 as well. I like wasn't the an characteristics eight, but I'm go. of all the characters involved, even the new character, which the underbroker, the designers, not, you know, and punchline. They're all newer, but underbrokers featured here for the first time. But I like everything that James Tynan's doing with the character right now. And if it continues with this kind of momentum, I'm like, I'm all for what you bring, James. Yeah, and the the pacing's really well done. You you go just the way it's set up where you go from Batman and Slade, then you go up to Harley and Selena and Pine. It's really well done the whole way it goes through that you do read it. It's a quick read because it's good, not because there's nothing there. And like you said, you end up and one of the things when James Tynan jumped on Batman after Tom King, he did say he listened to some of the complaints of Tom King's run was that it was insular. You didn't get a lot of other characters. Just this issue should you get a little penguin bullock, you go to Riddler. You have all you these characters in there. Harley, you got yeah. Catwoman, you freaking got everybody you and want. And so it feels and even the play of the Riddler using Gotham as this crossword, you get the, the idea. Cons? Yeah, yeah, we kind of got away. Now, is the the Bat Train would be the new vehicle tech, but we yes. kind of got away from that a little. I'm and not I even think worried that, about that anymore. Well, I think that one of the things is is that at this point we were going to be supposedly setting up you know, Luke Fox to be Batman in 5G. I think that that's, you know, scrap maybe. And so we're not seeing it as much because this was all supposed to be this reason why Luke Fox would end up being, and it was supposed to go through his dad. And he's just on the calm occasionally. I do and, want and not really... James Tynan to go and pull a Scott Snyder though and give a code name to Lucius. Cause I don't like him saying Lucius the entire time. Like Lou one. Lou one. You want hey, sweet Lou? And then sweet you know, Lou three. And then Luke comes on Lou two. Sassy. That's what you want, Lou, too. That's all it is. They're like, oh, I can't figure this out. But yeah, I, I did like it. I really what, did. What are we going to do if, you know, Batwing and the Signal are on the same time? Luke Duke. Luke Duke. I like that. That's pretty much the, you know, Luke Duke from the Duke's Hazard. You're in there. You love that, Eric. You Sassy. Uh, I was thinking about yeah, the other like day it. out of nowhere for some reason, thinking about Lucius on the As long as it's not Coy and Vance. Agreed. Nobody wants Coy and Vance there. But yeah, I, I like it. I'm really uh, enjoying the Batman book, which is good to, to have it's, been a long time, it's one of those things that that's what dc needs you need to be at least excited about one of the, well, that's one of the books, great things right? that we had this whole big deal going on with the synergy of introducing a new character that people seem to be all about with this punchline and not only that but the story's good you got a winner dc yeah and so you have pretty much five Trinity books. I'm not going to count the Justice League Dark as a Wonder Woman book. Okay. You have five Trinity books because eh, then you have to count Justice League as something. And, uh-huh. you know, you get wonky then. You would count that as a Trinity book. Uh-huh. Well, even I would not because that's the it's whole got team. Batman, Superman, I'm and Wonder saying, Woman. though, yeah, it has them in it, but it also has the others. So then you What about can, Batman and the Outsiders? I would not count that because he's barely in. All I was going to say is at least we have one book that we like. Uh, that was all my point. And then you start giving <laughs> me the semantics doing. of this nonsense. But yeah, I, I hate that we don't like the super books. And I'm not really digging the Wonder Woman book. So I do so like- So we superhero as a super book? You might as well just say everyone's a damn super book. That's a super book. I mean- Suicide it's, Squad's it's, Batman, a super Batman, book. Batman's going to be showing up you know, in some other nonsense. Uh, now it's a Batman book, right? That's what we'll have. But the the whole deal is I do like this Batman book, but what are we talking about next? Next up, 
we have Just League number 46, written by Diddy, with R5, Zimonico, Rob Zenroca, Daniel Henriquez, Romulo Fajardo Jr., and Tom Napolitano. The Just League have to breach Tartarus and find Jim Corrigan, but to do so, they're going to have to go through the Amazons of Themyscira, who aren't too happy with having men on their island. To add to the drama, it seems that the Spectre's grudge mist has followed our team for some reason, and the Amazons are beyond being reasoned with. Thanks to John Stewart keeping the raging women at bay, the rest of our league make their way to Tartarus, but before they can reunite the Spectre with Jim Corrigan, it seems that they'll have to go up against the primordial deity that is Tartarus himself, the first god of hell. Yeah, and with this, uh, it's it's not horrible. I like some of the parts. It, it just feels doesn't. Like it just doesn't do anything. <laughs> so well, it is. you have the Justice uh, League fighting. Uh, you got that. You got the green yes. smoke, and that's the one the thing green about smoke. them. They're like they're why not didn't bringing it people start on Themyscira? How I don't did it know get out why. and come back? Well, it's not even that. The whole thing because we have the specter. We have like you know Jim Corrigan. I was thinking about this because I realized it's not even about reuniting from my blurb. Reuniting the specter with Jim Corrigan. We because get it Jim feels Corrigan so good. Out. No, this does not have that at all. We got to get Jim Corrigan out of te- Jim Corrigan out of Tar because he needs to go out and you know lay some judgment by being the specter the specter is just being run by you know the uh the presence at this point because he can't do his job going crazy and for some reason putting grudges on everybody we started this off at antarctica with a hole through tartarus okay is it now that we're going through the other end of tartarus to the themascara because i'm wondering we saw the big old ramifications of what happens if the just league does not save jim corrigan where the world starts falling and going mad i'm like all right. Well, this why, is the problem with it, and I said it right away. Then going through the portal, one portal in Boston that the Amazons are being affected first. Is it because of the other end of Tartarus being the gate right there? I don't know because we don't know enough of the rules. Well, it's because there aren't really any it's, rules, it's and just he's like, playing it just generically presence, with it. He is talking. He has sent the Spectre out there to show the Justice League what the ramifications are mm-hmm. of this if they don't get on this. Mike, so why would he make their job harder when they're actually doing the job by making their grudge miss come well, out? This is the thing. This is where. I said that, you know, our man Diddy here, he he loves to, you know, he gives you moments, but a lot of the stuff is kind of generic and not explained. And then at the end, it doesn't hit as hard because there are these little gaps and things like that. And even just the idea that the Justice League, you said, you ended up having them shown that, you know, you better do something because nuclear war, all these things. Aliens it's going to be reason, terrible. Be Aliens, crazy. all this stuff's going to go. And, oh, my God, we better stop it. So they to stop it, they have to get to Tartarus. And the only way to get there, you know, that Wonder Woman knows is to go to We Themyscira. can't just repel down that hole in Antarctica? No, they, they don't need to do that. You got to go some other place. So when they do go there, you've already set up the Amazons are going to be pissed. This is what you wanted to see. They Wonder Woman's no allowing men land. to step on the Paradise Island here in Themyscira. And they seem to be mad at that at first. But then they get the grudge gas and then it just becomes, you know, get the intruder. They they just become these. And you end up not dealing with what you should have done. It should have really been, you know, how dare you wonder when we're going to go get you really bad. But you've already kind of had that. So it doesn't make. Even if you do something that's really cool, like for some reason, like we don't have the like the grudge gas right away where we do have our just like fighting the Amazons because they don't want to. And we just have this rumbling sound where the gas is actually 
almost like the containment unit in Ghostbusters ruptures, but it's the Tartarus gate just blows out with the freaking, cool. you know, the grudge mist or something because it is just bottling up I right think, there. And yeah, I think that the whole grudge My queen, stuff, look. Oh, yeah, some green smoke, I think everybody. that the, the grudge thing, it, it comes too quickly because they are already pissed. And you also could have played with the idea of the grudge guest could make all the Amazons in a little cliche, but... Oh, Diana, you jerk. We always hated you. The circle comes out. They're all pissed still. But even with that, you could have them fight the Amazons a bit because of the idea of men being on Themyscira. And then you get like a they live situation, Eric. They uh, they all movie? calm down. They all calm down. They're like, who? Wait, I don't know. Oh, no. And then the guest comes and the fight's on again. Spectre but when they just right. When they just end up getting that, the Spectre's right, we're fighting, and then just ends up being like, well, they need a target. It, it gets a little wonky. And you're not getting this bigger picture because you keep – getting us and putting us into these very insulated things. Themyscira, we don't know what happens outside of there because it is a contained deal. We're in the Antarctic. We're all these things going on that I don't get the scope that was said. And even then, you end up where they're talking. They're trying to explain to the Amazons, hey, we're here. There's this problem with the specter. Oh, yeah, this mopey guy came Did in. Did you we, put we a man in Tartarus yeah. recently? Because that's yeah. a problem for us right and now. And they're like, yeah, we did. And then you have Wonder Woman. This is just a weird deal where she's like, yeah, we had some problems too. you know." And then Zeus's Thunderbolt saved us. I went back. There's not a real Oh, my God. I'm glad you that. brought that up, the idea that Zeus's it, it Thunderbolt really saved me. them from the specter and all this. I'm like, I don't remember that happening at all. I went back and what happens? It's at that point where God with a capital G, you know, he's going to explain. And the whole idea of you're leading everybody to this nuclear war. That's what she's talking about. But it wasn't even a clear thing then just to throw it in here so that the Amazons can be pissed at something else. It's so odd and does not the work goal well. On Zeus trying to mess with the presence. Mess with, where the hell has he been? I mean, if he's there oh, shooting yeah. Thunderbolts, then yeah, he's dead it doesn't make sense now again this whole deal with the justice league book has been this play with well we don't really know the time frame when how what but you are playing through you're playing with portal you're playing with portal stuff though and all this it it just it that just got on my nerves because you didn't see it very well or if at all but yeah this green mist comes and then oh no here we go but this is good this is where robert venditian this is the formula we've talked about all the time where he doesn't do a ton in an issue but he will give you if you're fans of characters in the book he'll give you some moments that will end up possibly making you think that the story is bigger and better than what it really is you end up getting hawkman kissing hawkwoman there you go that's about but before that what did we get not much in this you end up with diana knowing how the amazons would attack Directing the them whole Justice League as a team, knowing yes, what's going to happen working next, as a and team. then going after the next assault that they're going to bring. I'm like, it's great. This is the best part yes, of the book, and I was it is all great. about it. And I think that in a trade, it'll be better because they were just bickering before. Now they're a team again, and now I think you're. I think you're supposed to get the idea of okay, we got our grudges out of the way. Thank you, Specter, because now we're a well-oiled machine again. But again, if anybody wants to get mad at any sort of characterization, I ended up telling people online because they were mad about how Flash was portrayed in the Justice League movie. Oh, goofy. 
it, that's all he is. This this is what you get with Flash, where they're like, yeah, we're having problems. Everybody's talking end of well, day I, I'll stuff. I'll tell you, I do prefer a goofy Flash than a mopey Flash. I don't flash. mind it in this, but it is more like a Wally West than Agreed. a Barry. It doesn't, but, but it's just, you know, hey, w- the end of days is coming. This is so important. I mean, there's, t- and there's, Barry, yeah, you know, Batman, he was going to kill the Supermans. <laughs> and he's just going, you're like, we don't need that. But they end up going and fighting together to get away from the Amazons. They have to get through the Amazons to get to the entrance of Tartarus, which only an Amazon can find. And they do. They break through and they start going. Well, they turn around and you, you never turn around, Eric. That, that's what happens. Just go away, man. <laughs> you have betrayed us. You always let your daughter get away. Yeah. Kill yeah. the queen don't worry diana me being john stewart the green lantern of the team i'll take care of these because for some reason i imagine the next issue you're going to need a heavy hitter like a green lantern and we'll have him here yeah yeah it, it does seem that and also the idea of well only the amazons can find the cavern it makes sense but that's just because you need to have i, I bet it's a not go help her mother uh but but with this whole deal you know that just mountain the right idea they call mount yeah. tartarus oh i, I know the, gateway's the, the there. thing is though the funny thing about it is she spells this out and i'm like Wait a second here, but it seems like you miss the entrance of the cavern that she's talking about to get in. It's a, it's not real well laid out, the progression of her having to find it. But the other part of this is I, if I'm Hippolyta, I'm so pissed. And also the idea that you were playing out that Amazons being sisters, it seemed as if they were of one mind even when they got the the goo, the gas, because they were just stop the intruders, stop the intruders. Well, with the intruders, all of a sudden now everyone turns on Apollo. I, I think Apollo's, when do I get my grudge? Like Everybody's against me now. I'm still pissed myself. I'm and against the, all you fucks yeah, over here always want me to do something. I think that she's like, I'm against myself as well. But yeah, you, you end up with it that, and I do like the line. It's well set up. The, hey, what, you, you and what army there, John Stewart? And he ends up making a construct Green Lantern Court. That's pretty cool to go and do that. That's pretty cool. And you have the rest of them go to the cavern. They get in and now you want to have, you know, this big moment to really show that Wonder Woman is real pissed and really needs to end this because of what's happening in on Themyscira where they're all trying to move this rock and she just picks it the hell up and throws it. And then they get in, but she does say, and it's so weird. I know that we should uh, pr- pretty much close that door soon or else there's going to be the troubles. I'm like, yeah, there's going to be. But if that's the case, the close the door unit. now. Go- close it now. Uh, but, and, you know, and, and worry about getting eh, out after. We've gone too far. <laughs> just, I'm tired. She just did her workout moving next that rock. time. It was and leg day. I love it. She's like, we better not be in there too long because I don't know what's going to happen with that door open. And then she just says, hey, Flash, go run. Do what you do in this book. And he does run. And he comes back. And it's so this way. It's you have to see for yourself. It, it's Jim Corrigan. I hey, mean, it, and he Jim doesn't. Corrigan, not he, five feet yeah, away from us. <laughs> he's right there. And he didn't run very far. But even that, the you have to see for yourself. Well, when they end up approaching, what does Barry think he's seen? Because you don't have him say anything. And Wonder Woman approaches this old man. As if I don't know who this is. Hey, oh, hey, you guys got to see this. There's a guy over here on his knees. <laughs> There's a guy on his knees and he's losing his hair. Let's all make fun of him. It's party I'm time. the guy. It's just the, you have to see for yourself. He couldn't say there's this old guy there. 
It, it's so wonky to me. Huck, hey, old timer, have you seen the Jim Corrigan? Hey, I'm the Jim Corrigans. Oh, no. And the whole idea of time works different in here and yeah, out yeah, here and things like that. I mean, now they better get the hell out of there. I think that's also only to set up the stakes because they'll well, probably be the trapped thing, too. there. I imagine the deal is the time works differently. That's only when the door is closed. That's why we didn't close the door. Yeah, yeah maybe. That's what happens. You let the flies in, yeah. but the time aging out but is what happens, is, right? You know, you could also let the Tartarus, the first god of hell, out as well. Yes, and and also the just giant titan. Just as a little aside, when I read that, it made me laugh because of the discussion we had in this in this arc about the monsters that were so pissed because they were trapped for so long. I think they were only trapped a week. Time Time's different here. It kind of throws that out. I ended up, but the whole idea of time works different in here. You guys were gone 20 years and just the idea that Jim Corrigan, yeah, 20 years and you probably don't look a day older, Batman, you son of a bitch. I hate your guts. But th- this idea of time and that the gate open and stuff. I only think that Tartarus is going to go out, close the door, and they're going to be worried they're going to get old. They're going to be ending up fighting hordes of demons over and over. They're going to try smooching. Think, you know, the, the father of the Titans is going to care about aging any bit once he leaves out there. Well, he's going to go out. Maybe he becomes a sexy self then. He's going to go out. And next thing you know, you're going to have that damn thing from Tom King's Batman run where they're, they're fighting the, the demons and all, and they're going to age, Eric, and then it doesn't matter. The and gentleman. It's stolen, and it's stolen from action comics. And the, what happened if the gentleman just pops up and he's like, fuck you guys, and slams the door? You assholes. Turns out and just the dimension I've been fighting demons in all this time was just Tartarus. Open the door. I'm out of here. I you got away somewhere. Just think of that. If with this setup, that that's what it ends up, that we see that, I wouldn't mind that. That would be an, actually a really good tie in to explain what that other dimension was. That'd Why be pretty Wonder cool. Woman know? Well, you know, she's she doesn't remember things. She's got a lot on her mind. She's got a mind on her money and her money on her mind, Eric. And with this, though, I do no like money. the art. She ain't got no yeah, job. She, she's got the Amazon Golds. They got the doubloons, Eric. She's got you the know. Amazonium stock. She's there with the leprechauns. They live on the island, right? That and Chucky. They got them all uh, around the lake. Around the lake. <laughs> there, there's the Friday the 13th uh, camp. It is Jason Voorhees' birthday today as we're recording this. Is it? Well, yeah. there you go. The, June the 13th. weird thing about it is no man is allowed to step on Themyscira yet. They do have a sleepaway camp, Eric. Oh, my goodness gracious. But we are going Penis. to end this with a, with a score here. I'm going to give it a 6.5. I like the art. Uh, the, the story, the st- it's almost like you, you end up, I like the components that make up the car, but the car itself is boring as shit. I, I don't like to, I don't want to be seen driving the car I really around. like these parts that are in this car, a, but I don't I'm care for head. the car. I'm this, saying, I like the way the, that the this combustion shift, engines amazing. work. I'm telling you, the, the exhaust man, The best I've ever seen, but this car is a piece I, of shit. The thing is, this is, it's a it's a car that has one of the best catalytic converters they've ever made, Eric. But oh. the, the, the thing just looks like, you it's know. It's got a, pinball steering. It looks like, like the Ford T car. Is that a car? The, the T car. I don't, yeah, I don't I guess people would like that. We ended up having like an LTD. I think that was the name of a car. You just and, get uh, some, you know, like that uh, was a boring car. The LTD. It uh, was I not very. You just go and get some penicillin from the doctor to clear that right up. 
Well, no, because you do that and then you got to, you know, you got to keep it in your pants for a while. You go and, you know, go buck wild for a little bit. You got to check buck wild there. Yeah. Just say that you have a P like one of those guys, you probably know he has a piece of crap car, but then he gets like new tires and then, you know, gets it a spit shine where you're like, oh, you know, you did some good things here, but it's still that stupid boring car. I just the idea that you think that he's doing something special, like getting new tires and washing his car. Look at him. (laughs) What is he? Freaking Rockefeller. Do me a favor. Look, we look at Bill this. Gates over at here. At some point in the future, go get some tires. Maybe wash your car a little bit. with that? I'm saying he just got tires. He didn't need to get tires. He just got tires three weeks ago. He just wants uh-huh. these new tires. Right, those tires weird. have rack and pinion steering on rack them. Rack and pinball steering. Yeah, they got those. And it's just... He gives you, you know, the, the 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 things to set up something good, but it never goes beyond that. It's always the next thing that's going to be even better. Level. Yeah, that's what I mean. Surface just wasted level all that with a time. Big cliffhanger to get you excited for the next issue. Dan Jurgens does the same was, thing for the I was going to say, are we talking Dan Jurgens here? No, because I'm talking that's the what happens. It's very similar, similar but Diddy actually has cracked a little bit of height and of the code. I don't know if that has. makes sense. Where I think he you has. can read a Diddy, you can read a Jurgens. You think to yourself, well, I like this Diddy a little bit more, even though it's almost the same thing. Yeah, well, I talked about this a little on the Solicits podcast on Patreon with old Jurgens. The idea and that. And I love Jurgens. And, and this is the thing. With this book, Justice League, safe. if you only have five bucks, you only have you know four dollars, and you need to get a book that you know will at least be readable and decent enough, you can't go wrong with this. It's what you would get if you're a Hawkman fan. I don't Damn, think I'm you can really Hawkman. go that wrong with his Hawkman book. It's never going to infuriate you, but you may think ah, I didn't really get that much. But it's nothing that ever gets you angry. I, I just always want more. And the stories always, especially since he's been on this Just League, which we know is just treading water until we get to the whole death metal stuff. And Joshua Williamson will be taking over the book eventually to now, have a five issue that tie. Work? We have death metal coming out next week. At what point does the Justice League just, you know, skip over where death metal lays off do we have to finish death well, metal like is that november no, it's coming out we're going to end up in september having joshua williamson come on to this book and it's going to be a be five tie-in? it's a five issue tie-in okay so it's going to be five you know five issues to tie in with it so that's what you're going to get you're going to get this done then cy spurrier is on it for two issues i believe and then you'll have the big Joshua Williamson coming in with the death metal. And and when we do talk about death metal, it comes out next week. You know, we probably will discuss the idea of, hey, you know, this layoff from Justice League 39 to getting death metal and, you know, getting these stories at least – you know, you're just getting nice little stories. It's not yeah. really doing anything bad that's going to ruin. But that's also the reason why it doesn't feel big because everything got it has to reset. You know, Nothing you can't really do anything here. It's a placeholder until we get yeah. to the real story. Yeah. So, and I think actually Van Diddy is perfect for that. And I'm not even throwing Agreed. shade. He's really good at it. He's good at telling He's a- He's reliable. Yeah, that's what he is. He's all reliable. He is. That's what I meant about the car. But did you give a score? I'm giving a 6.5 as well. I have the same points that you do where I really enjoyed that one part with Wonder Woman. I think the story overall, it's okay. It's just not great. It's not something that wows me. And by the end, I always, like you, want more out of Diddy. You are right, Eric. You are right. And there's only one point that's between my legs. What is next, Eric? 
Justice League Odyssey number 21, written by Dan Abnett, with art by Will Conrad, Rain Barreto, and Anne World Design. Darkseid has come to the junk reef beyond the physical universe to take control of Epoch's revision mechanism so that he can remake the universe to one that's all hails the Lord of Apocalypse. Now it's up to the Justice League Odyssey team to stop him, and thankfully, they still have in their arsenal the Eschaton, which is being made to kill new, uh, which is a being made to kill new gods, but Jessica Cruz isn't taking any chances because even with the possibility of Epoch using his machine and writing Darkseid out of existence, not to mention bringing back her dead friends. The Omega Mama plans on destroying the revision mechanism because she believes that it's too dangerous even for Epoch. Too bad Epoch sees things a little differently. Get off my plane. Yeah, Eric, and I like the this. Omega Mama. <laughs> the Omega Mama. The Omega Mama. I, I do like this. Your name. Pass That's it on. what you like, uh, though it'll be reset. But yeah, you have oh, this. Revision and, mechanism, yes. no. Yeah, I, I end up reading this and I'm telling you, I'm like, Okay, you have the dark side coming with the sepulchra. I'm going. I'm like, and then I'm like, what the hell was that thing called? That the eschaton block thing. And I actually thought at one point, oh my, I think they forgot about that because I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And uh, then it pops up, and I'm like, okay, you know, you're going. And this issue is pretty good. Uh, If you're if you haven't read this series, and you hear us say that we really like this issue doesn't mean you can jump into this issue you will not know what anything is going on if you did jump in when was the big point that we said was a good jumping on we started doing it again because it did make things more like four issues ago maybe because now in my mind it was right after jessica cruz died came came back back. as the omega mama and we got our new guardians of the galaxy team here with just like well remember we when she died and came back as the omega mama Eric, uh, yeah. we ditched it at that point. We weren't reading it for a couple issues. Then we came back, and you were getting this. Oh, I thought team. we came back. No, we didn't come that. back right away. That was kind of okay. when we we ditched because I remember us talking about the big cliffhanger and oh my god, how is this going to go? And why did it work in a ring? And and then we kind of ditched it for a bit and then came Whatever back a little that was later. Going on. That's yeah. a good point to jump on. Yeah, my yeah. Mind. And so this is not a great jumping on point, but if you've been reading it, I think that Dan <laughs> Abnett is showing. Okay, he he's picking up the pieces, and he is you know making it's this up hard. yeah, and he's making this worthwhile. It's worth reading, and you're getting a bunch of cool characters. I still sit there through all of this, thinking that after this is done, it better not be canceled. At least give me four or five issues of these guys, and I could just see it at the end. And it, it, you might as well just go full out with it. Okay, well we save the the known galaxy and the timeline. What do we do next? It's time that we guard the galaxy. Galaxy, I, I, I just want it. You know, we're the well, Guardians the of the Galaxy, galaxy bitches. That's all into I need. The whole thing with like what Marvel Studios is doing. I imagine after you know, let's say it's the uh, perpetual, the revision mechanism, whatever you want to yeah. call it. But you know, we end up getting all our heroes back and all of the new ones that we have on the team. They're blasted off. We have a ship, and there's like like Tony Stark at the beginning of Endgame, where he's just sitting there waiting to die because yeah. the air is going to run out. Yeah, I I get what I think they are going to reset we, we would figure that we're not going to get the cyborg from now on but there will be one of those things that'll be like well all this reset is just contained in this one specific area so that it doesn't affect everything else and it will make everything feel like eh, it doesn't only feel within the ghost that's sector, what i think everybody. it's going to be the ghost sector so you'll end up it'll only affect within this barrier the ghost sector it's going to reset all of this it'll be great but the ghost sector is i know core. well and by that time though i'm afraid that when we read it we're going to be like we just wasted a lot of time because of all this but i want this team to continue then and even if it was they end up resetting it 
They end up calling back to the Justice League on Earth. Batman answers and like, hey, we did this. We're on the way. No, no, no. You know what? I think that you guys have proven to be a good team. Why don't you stay out there and try to figure out what's bad? You're no longer the Justice League. We're going to call you the Omega Man. We're going to call you Omega Mama. The Omega Men's. I don't know. What is that? The new Omega Men. How about we just call it Omega? How about that for the book? It will never sell. I think sell. people will be confused. It'll <laughs> never sell if it's called a Mega Man. <laughs> Who cares? But I do want people that love going that on. last one. You know, all mm. like 11,000. Yeah, that was, how many you know, have sold? Yeah, and it was canceled in issue six and brought back. Yeah. And I was one of the exactly. ones trumpeting it to come back. Uh, you know, you get what you wish for sometimes there. But with this going on, you do have these ca- – and I'm telling you, Orion is in here for just a tiny bit. I love him. Great. I, I, I'm telling you. Dexter yeah. is a freaking shining character in my mind. I can't wait to see more of him. I'm sitting there actually reading it this morning thinking to myself, the next cat I get, I'm going to name Dexter. I'm going to think it's really cool I'm, and nobody yeah, else will. Really, I, and put her – jam that ring on its tail. And, you know. That's animal when abuse. Don't do that, When you're doing Jeff. this here though, I am sitting there doing gently, what you did gently. before. And you're like, oh, there's Dexter. Okay. He's Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> Let's go to the next. Oh, yeah. Orion. He's suddenly Star Lord for me. Oh, right. He's cool. He's tracks okay, to me. I, I'm telling you, I think that he is actually the the Star Lord. The way he acts in Jessica this issue. Jessica Cruz is the Star Lord. No, she's Gamora. Yeah, get, no, get Blackfire's Gamora. No, Blackfire's hitting the road. Yeah, I don't like. It. She's the one I don't like. We don't need. She's it. the weakest link yeah, for you. She's out. She's out. She's it, it, she's Mantis. Freaking. Get the hell out of here, Mantis. You go home. But yeah, is that the technician we have here? No, or Gamma Knife? No, and I like Gamma Knife too. But you know, you, you can't have everybody. I mean, really, this is the Guardians of the Galaxy, bitches. It ain't no, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire up there on this stage. <laughs> so you're going with it though. But I, I like everybody except Black Blackfire gets on my nerves a little. I, I really like Blackfire. don't. I, I just don't like her because she's just the, she's me. She's the Debbie Downer all the time. <laughs> she's just pissed off. But you have this idea where they are duping dark side which is cool and i love that dark side finally realized because you end up where the the whole deal is going down eschaton is not reacting this is where i was worried but it makes sense because dexter they have a cloaking device around so that eschaton he can't sense new god energy but it's also so dark side can't sense him yeah. as well and that's the twist there that i really liked because they need to wait till the time is right so you know eschaton you know how he is he, he goes running in you know he's uh, crazy and so you have to pull back on him but you end up duping you know uh, dark side, which is cool. When he realizes, it, he even gives him props. He's like, "That's even pretty the clever. idea where we have Dark Side hanging back, you letting his new para angels go in and do all the work for him until our team starts fighting back and actually kicking a little ass and taking names." Or Dark Side, he, he loves warriors. Orion, t- Orion tells us in this whole issue, so it's like, "All right, he's going to come forward if we just kick a little ass," and he does. And when he does, we're going to drop this freaking new god killing machine on him. And you know what? He's going to think. Bravo, sir. You've done it. It's really good. And I like when Darkseid realizes, like, oh, man, that's clever. Well, in the meantime, one of the parts of the plan is for Epoch to end up pretty much Bill and Tedding, in my mind, making other usses. He ends up making... Uh, this is actually the part I hate the most of it the book. It made me giggle. Presently me. And it, like, it made me like, giggle. It just... I- 
I, I like I it. don't like the way that it is played out. And even the idea that one one of his other hymns goes and gets killed. It's like, all right, I got to do a quick manipulation of the time stream here to make sure I don't blink out of existence. I'm like you're doing things a little bit too. And I don't know, for some reason, the idea of like the way he described himself from where he was plucking these different versions of himself out of time, like the presently me or like I can't even remember the, the other recently one. Recently me. Recently. Oh, yeah, it was just yeah. me. I liked it. I, I just got a giggle because it really felt like a Bill and Ted type of time travel nonsense. So you have that going on and they're fighting and they're using time manipulation. At one point, they trap parademons in pretty much a perpetual a loop, loop uh, that it must be just a living hell even for parademons. But, you know, you're going through that. But, you know, hit- on, don't you do the same things every day? Yeah, really? I, I think he got me. up. <laughs> he got me up, bastard. But yeah, so he ends up having one of his selves. They die the, you know, recently deal. He dies. So he's got to put a Band-Aid on himself because he might disappear. Not, but, not only himself, but time yeah, itself. Yeah, time itself. So to me, it's it's kind of goofy and, and silly, but it makes Paradox it big. Paradox is getting stronger over this. Like, yeah. ooh, somewhere yeah. in the beyond the physical known universe, I, there's a paradox going on. I'm feeding on that shit. Are you talking about Chris? All right. So, oh, yeah, Chris. <laughs> oh, Chris. Ah, yeah, we hardly knew you. You end up with this fight going on, and then Jessica in a twist and and for her you know she's going to do what she needs to do and she does not trust Ibak to end up putting time back together or doing all this almost like you know a wink wink to Barry Allen yeah, he, I, I he just kind of well wish, either. though. It's like Jessica just kind of keeps this as her idea. This is what Cyborg was talking about. And she seems to be taking credit. Like, look, I'm the Justice League, and I can't have you going and do this because that dark side, he's a god. He can do the calculations and manipulate time. And I'm like, you, you're just a man. You're faulty. You're, you can make a mistake. I'm like, this is what Cyborg told you, and you're just calling it your own. It was, and it was Cyborg because he's not half man, half machine anymore. He's like 75, 25. But when, when you're doing That's this, like going on, five. yeah, really, when you're doing that, the problem. I have is when Jessica does say that and does that turn really wasn't set up well because in my mind I thought Epoch was just the king of the time deal and I thought yeah. he was all you know had it all covered Look, and figured I go around calling myself the king of time as well and also king snake Easy. well so that's I don't true think I'm good at anything that is, and kid candy you got and then king burger I know you end up with them there though but just the good idea job. just the idea that he's the one like working the machine and stuff that everything seems to be set up that he's the be all end all of this to just say yep you're just a man you're not going to do well, this. This was all the bigger ending for what we yeah. had in the last issue before Dark Side was about to come. So I don't think it actually works out pretty well. Just Jessica taking complete credit for it just bothered me. Yeah, a little bit. It just, I was told by one of those new, new gods, new, also the a new, new, of new gods. And yeah, so. She says, I'm going to have to stop you and we're going to destroy the machine. I agree Good that the machine day, should be destroyed. Well, oh, you yeah. get Willy Wonka then. Just like Doc Brown at the end of Back to the Future 3. Well, that's what I'm saying. You have a lot of these time travel funny little things in here that I do think are kind of there for a reason. Well, you also have Willy Wonka. Where, like, you know, good you day, stole sir. fizzy lifting drink. Good day, sir. And you then, get nothing. Yeah, he's like, well, I was just, I said, good day. <laughs> and then just winks her out. Snap. And I'm like, oh, my God. That is pretty cool. Oh, the king of time. Just to, I, I'm, I'm thinking this. And you had a Thanos snap. I mean, really, what else can we get in this? This whole thing, too, with, you know, Epoch, the keeper of time and stuff like that, the lord of time, where he goes and winks Jessica Cruz away from where he is so he can finish his calculations on his revision mechanism to rewrite the universe without a dark side 
Do you think it's as simple as she went back like a day before her friends ended up getting betrayed by Darkseid and is there to stop it, ends up getting winked out. And all the stuff that we've done here now is just time is rewritten where Jessica Cruz never becomes the Omega Mama because her future self, who is the Omega Mama, goes and get, kills herself, sacrificing everything, you know, to save the day. You think that's how as easy it's going to be? We just uh, yes. out of time back in yes, time? Yes, I do. But yeah, uh, I think that that's what will happen. Like you think that she, when we thought she was dead before, she, she ended up being the Omega Mama. She can't die. You know, she just multiplies. We, we have all this stuff she going on. Kids. Yeah. And so I, I like this though. I liked all yeah, the characters. I had a good time with this. It finally, and it's weird too because we've and even how badass it just is it to have a regular dark side back. Yeah, they're not the pair of demons; they're new pair of angels. But just having them go up against a dark side, like yes, you see it. Like our heroes do this all the time, but these aren't our regular Justice League heroes, like a Superman and Wonder Woman. And this is the 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 D team is what we got going on here, going up against you know. New new gods with cyborg and stuff like that, para angels and a newly repowered dark side. I'm like, yeah, this does feel like there's a lot of stakes. And not only that, how cool it is that he's actually attacking these people who have to take him on, but we have a machine that can literally rewrite time for either good or for bad. And both of the versions in my mind will end up being bad. Yeah. This is summer league basketball, Eric. You have it going on, but you have a cool thing with the Eschaton going and, and doing some damage, it looks like, to Darkseid, too. So in my mind, and this kind of feels like what I'm going to say is, is a little wonky because we have talked about this for a while, the Justice League. Yeah, we kind of you know got away from Justice League Odyssey for a little bit, but this is the issue that actually, in my mind, like everything clicked. Like, okay, yes. I see Eschaton. He's doing his thing. So, all right, you got the parody. Everything, you know, the Parangel, all that stuff it did start to really really make sense to me more than it had a lot of the other issues you'd get mentions of things and you'd have okay i got it but this actually you see it start to happen now if you're going to complain anything it's that you see cyborg in one panel and he's not doing anything and you really get just the start of that battle now jessica's out so we'll see what happens the one thing that i'm going to complain about is it says next the last of the space rangers i'm like his next issue just a backstory well that's what i was going to say what we're going to do next is going to be weird because are we going to end up continuing this fight or are we going to go back or follow Jessica to see where she is or are we just going to go and see Gamma Knife? I mean really but we'll see. Maybe we'll even go and see her father Space Ranger. Maybe, maybe but yeah uh, what would you give this? I would end up giving this an 8 out of 10. The art is amazing all the way through, and I like the way that Dan Abner is writing all these characters. I actually think he has taken a book that I kind of laughed at for the longest time and actually made me like interested in something I never expected to be. Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 as well. We're in good synergy so far, yeah. Eric. And with that, I'm going to tell everyone, and you can yell at me and whatever, but I actually like this book now better than Justice League Dark. And we were making fun of Justice League Odyssey for a long time. Oh, yeah. This was the... You you know, redheaded stepchild deal of the three. And I think it's bumped up a little. It, it actually is fun. And that's what I like. And you wait till the Just League Odyssey team takes on the upside down man. I mean, out of <laughs> Next thing you know, they're going to be doing that. And then they're going to be fighting the Hecate and all that stuff. It's going to be great. But that is the end of the first section. We're going to go off to some mail and then we'll be back with some more books. He's the Don't find the most you read is book. He's got a brand new villain with a 
Mail call. It's mail with Jim. Hallelujah. It's mail with Jim. Oh, yeah. It's mail with Jim. Hallelujah. It's mail with Jim. Amen. It's mail with Jim. Hallelujah. It's mail with Jim. Amen. Let's hear Hello, and it is Mail with Jim, because Eric, he is M-I-A, as always, it seems, right? Is, is that how it does? I do what I want. I think he does what he wants, but here we are with the mail, and it's going to be a spotlight on my man, Steve. Steve sent in two emails, and I'll tell you a little about Steve. He is a left-winger, and he goes by the number 79, I believe. Now, to show you how opposite I am from Steve, I'm a right-winger, and I and this, by the way, is not political. I'm talking hockey. I just realized that people might think that I'm talking politics. No, I am talking hockey. I am a right winger. And my number, it would be great if it was 97. That, that would be the... Uh, now it's 93. So there, you learned a little something about me and Stevie here. But Steve ended up sending two emails. And he sent them in last week, but they came in after we had got done recording everything. So... This and they're not anything that's timed or anything, and so I didn't have to bring that up. But I will tell everybody if you want to email us in, email at weird science dc comics at gmail.com. And if you want to get that week's show, try to get it in before like Saturday at 2 p.m., something like that, Eastern Standard Time, as Brandon calls drinking time. But then that's what he calls all the time. So that really doesn't matter. You know, him and his day drinking. He is crazy. That guy. Oh, my goodness gracious, Brandon. How can you do that? Check yourself. All right. Brandon said a couple of times that he was going to email in again. It's been a long time since he's emailed. It's been a long time since I talked to that guy. He's got a bad Internet connection. We're having problems doing our Marvel show together because he is pretty much got the hamster in a wheel running his Internet. Oh, geez. But Buffalo, I mean, what can you expect in Canada? This is Steve's first mail, and he's going to talk about some of the retro stuff that we were doing while we had the shutdown. He says, Jim, Eric, and Reggie in spirit. Might as well put Eric in spirit, too, with these things. I've been reading along with your Aquaman Time and Tide reviews, and I must say I'm really enjoying this. No, that's not a joke. I really am. After you've moved past the holy shit, this is the 90s. It's a fun story. I wasn't crazy about issue number one. But author got all pussyfish and then cold cocked the trickster in in a move that would have decapitated him. So that was good for a laugh. A laugh. Issue two almost brought genuine feelings out of me. Unlike Jim who tortures baby dolphins while giggling. I don't giggle. I outright laugh. I mean, it's belly laugh. Undoubtedly like a girl. He is an awful human being. Author saves the baby from the canning factory. Right? That's what he does. Now. Not sure why the fisherman has a club instead of just shooting him point blank. He's, you know, he's going old school. He's back in the day, 
piece of crap who, you know, does that stuff. I guess to preserve all that gorgeous dolphin fur, um, the, the designer has to get his, you know, cape somewhere, right? We're even treated to top-notch art like bloody dolphin water birthing and plenty of naked baby Aquaman. Arthur meets wise grudge for giving sharks. Yes. Luckily, the, the specter wasn't around then. Sucks from the teat of Mama Dolphin, swims around Nirvana style, and sees his brother get chewed up in a motor. It was his brother's fault. Stupid dolphin it just going off and going off on its own. It's like, it's a, hey, you know what? I'm a dolphin. I'll do what I want. Oh, no, the propeller. The propeller does what he wants, too. That's the problem. Peter David sure knows how to make us, except Jim, feel bad about the state of our oceans. But I'm sure it's gotten better in 25 years, right? This is the thing. I still am trying to find any sort of, you know, travel agent that will book me a trip to Trash Island. I I need to spend some good quality time on Trash Island. Where then shown Andy betting a local Eskimo girl with imagery of him sweating over her while counting fish to distract himself as she rocks her head back in sheer ecstasy. Yes, I, I think that he's talking, he's thinking in his mind about snow baseball. I mean, seriously, look at that panel, the gall of the snow floozy. This is a kid's book. Maybe it's just the art that fools me into thinking it's for 12 year olds. That and the old coloring book quality paper it's printed on, true. Then he rips a hell's hound head off calls the evil ocean monster dog owner a sea hag and turns her eel tentacle fingers against her in your face (laughs) it's true the the best is is listening to this is like did that happen yep it did he even gets home in time to kill grandpa finally we wrap up with mara drawn like peg bundy uh orm drawn like one of the trench art jealous of his own kid because mara's knockers have to be shared and mara saving the day screaming about her hard water powers I'm sure when it comes to Mr. Curry, she's got all kinds of hard powers. Boom. And he says, this was a fun one. Keep the retro reviews coming. Says you, Steve. <laughs> says you. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to some stuff eventually. And, and if we end up having a, a Friday where there isn't a side book or something like that that I want to do for the spotlight deal, we'll probably start doing some retro stuff. And that might even turn into that eventually. Uh, that is his first mail. Now he is going to give us the second mail, this one about Red Sun. He says, I wasn't going to write in again soon after the Aquaman email, but after listening to Jim Hurl insults left and right regarding the first issue of Red Sun, I feel attention needs to be called to this. Here's the setup. I'm picturing those old 80s and 90s CD collection commercials where some TV has been and a chick that was hot 30 years ago are standing in front of a fireplace and all the hits that are included on the album scroll by. As they highlight the hits for brief discussion, I, I love those. Now, you, you just all you need is probably with this have imagery of like you know Soviet Union, you know eighty Soviet Union, and then just have here are all the hits. Can't, who can remember? Who can forget this? I can't even get it right. Who can forget this one? And then have that. That'd be good. Imagine Jim and Eric relaxing in front of a fire. Eric is definitely the chick that was hot 30 years ago in bathrobes, perhaps. Maybe the robes are a little open in the front than anyone is comfortable with. And on the screen scrolls Jim's insults for Red Sun number one. Jim is enjoying a cigar and a fancy scotch. He said, we know Jim doesn't drink, but TV commercial Jim is an asshole and he does drink. Regular Jim doesn't smoke cigars either. But hey, if if this whole commercial Jim wants to do what he wants to do, again, I do what I want. That's fine. 
as these timeless classics flash by our eyes. Now, here are the insults that I said during the Red Sun, he says. And, you know, these are hard-hitting, biting commentary is, is what I think they are. Here's number one. Stalin's a piece of crap. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, and it says genius in its simplicity. So that scrolls by. I still agree with myself there. Here's this one. You want to fight this oil bill? You're going to be fighting the cold. Get a sweater, asshole. There you go. See, these these are pretty good. I, I didn't know that I was so, you know, into things like this. How about this? These people are enjoying coat with a side of shoe for dinner. They're hobos is what they are. That's hobo chili. Lana wants her kids to see a funeral because the next thing they're going to see is their own funeral. Yes. This has been Jim's Insults, uh, The Poor Russian Children, Volume 1. Tune in next week for more Baron Winners, Half-Wit Superman Clones, and Cheap Vodka. And that is thank you from Steve Baum. Uh, again, he's a left-winger. Not not the greatest wing to be. Again, I'm not talking politics. <laughs> I'm talking the whole hockey deal. But thanks, everyone. Thank you, Steve, for writing in. Thanks, everyone, for listening to me. And, yeah, if you want to email about anything, you can email at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. You hear me, Brandon? Where's Jess? All right. Well, we're going to go back now to me and Eric talking more books. Yes, and we're back, Eric. We're back with uh, a couple of books. I need a yeah. G2 slingshot, and that's what I no, need. No, that's in the next verse, Eric. That's oh. a work in progress. Okay. That's why you don't even get to the chorus. It's, it's got already gold long classic syndrome, Jim. You can't oh, find it anywhere. It? Oh, my Crumbles. goodness. That sounds like ridiculousness, right? I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm one of the lucky ones. So, yeah, we're lucky to talk about these next three books. Usually, we keep that last section for the books that aren't so great. And that's what we did here uh, because we only have six books. And it kind of was that, you know, down the line, three were pretty sense. decent, three. A just Batman didn't make two Just League books? Yeah, I don't know. The Just League Odyssey, we, we didn't actually invite that to the uh, first section for the first time ever. I was going to put Flash in the first section uh, only because of the importance and what people usually end up buying. That Just League uh, Odyssey may be a Just League book. It ain't selling like one, Eric. Oh. Or, or is it? <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> But we're going to start this section with Flash. That's the long version of that, Eric. It is. Uh, and this is the Flash number 755. And I just want to just throw it out there once again. I've said this one or two times, but 
The idea that Joshua Williamson will be ending his run now at 101 issues, Eric. He, he's going to do what Tom King couldn't do. Take that down, plus King. one. <laughs> plus one. I, I made a joke on the, the whole solicits deal where I think that he called up Tom King and said, listen, hey, uh, Tommy boy. They, they screwed me as well. I don't get to finish my run at 100 issues. And Tom's like, oh, man, they did. Yeah, 101, bitch. Uh, see you later. And then leaves and laughs. But well, not to mention idea- he wrote the Flash and a bunch of Batman issues instead yes. of Tom King. That is true. But that was Tom King actually had figured that out into his whole stream of things. So with this, though, this legacy numbering really kills this deal because you sit there and like, all right, well, Joshua Williamson's ending at 101 issues of his deal. Yeah. And the annuals throw things in the wrenches and the works anyway. But if somebody said to me, well, how many issues does he have left? Uh I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. And you would hope that when that 100th issue of his. Somewhere, I think. Actually, 90s now, actually. I think, yeah, it ends in September. And so with this, I hope that they do end up, and it kind of seems silly just for what, but have the Joshua Williamson's 100th issue on the cover just for him. I'm not. I'm not real. Well, I think it would look terrible, but at least give them some of the props so people know. I'm not a huge fan of this run. I don't run. want to celebrate his run, so I don't want that well, on the cover. that's the thing, though. He still has done it, though, and he's 100. It's, it's pretty impressive whether or not we like it or not. It is a big thing that nobody else has been able to do since this whole rebirth and all that stuff going on. So, it, And a lot of people seem to like it more than us. I don't like it mainly, and, and you'll hear us talk about this issue. I don't like it per arc. Because what we always end up having are big stakes being laid out there, then something new and mind-bending that never gets explained fully, and then by the end, everything that was big gets wiped away no, and it's something up. that's unexplained, only to have a cliffhanger to show you what the next big thing is going to be. So, yeah, and so with him, though, that you have so many things piling up that have not been explained. And when you end up having Godspeed just come back, people applaud him. They, they applaud out the wazoo saying, oh, man, see, it all ties in. No, no, that that doesn't mean that. And so even at this point, you can like the end kind of, of the Godspeed the, deal. Like the whole like the the arc of Godspeed from Joshua Ibsen's beginning no. run from every bit he's been into this final issue here. Well, what happens is you like the part that we're going to get to here that kind of does end Godspeed's deal. It's the only part that makes sense. This is the thing, though. It makes sense. It's the best part for Reverse Flash. It's not great for Godspeed because we have been sitting here for this many. And again, I can't say how many issues because we changed that numbering. But how many issues have we had where Godspeed, his only thing coming back and forth, I need to find out who killed my brother. I need to find out. This is almost the, well, that's out of the way just to show. But it makes sense. It makes sense for a Flash deal that it would have been Reverse Flash. But it does to me again feel like we don't have enough time. I kind of let that lay for a little bit. I don't want to deal with it. Let's get rid of Godspeed because you get the I idea care that way more about the forever force and the bl- like no. black flash than I do of who killed Godspeed's and maybe brother. That will be, but you, you figure by the end here, when he has this last deal, he's going to want to get the biggest oomph to end Godspeed. Yeah. People like Godspeed. Gotcha, Godspeed is force. no Bart Allen. He's no, well, you know, I don't know it's how you can play with Mercury. but it seems like that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a flash family versus a, reverse flash family in my mind but just like we did back in the day with the marvel family and the black marvel family when black adam took on isis and osiris as his own personal family 
Yeah, and what you have gotten from Joshua Williamson, if we want to tie it in a little to the old ditty that we were talking about earlier, Eric, luckily I didn't get rid of the sound deal, is Joshua Williamson has pretty much run this whole deal and gotten, because he'll have occasionally these things, oh, Wally shows up, oh, I love Wally, and that's cool, oh, we saw some Flash family in the whole, you know, Flash war, and things like that, but you never get enough, you never get explanations you never get even in this issue after all this time you just have barry oh iris give me a hug baby and and you know they're going to be moping around with two issues i mean they're, they're smooching one minute mad the next it's like my house so it's like real here. life good job yeah. jim you brought the it all flash, together the flash number 755 <laughs> written by joshua williamson art by rafa sandoval jordi tarragona reef priano and steve wands after all the setup leading to this finale paradox or should i say chris chris oh <laughs> chris out of nowhere they start calling him by his name <laughs> is defeated by megan i i think that he was afraid that you forgot that this was a guy and forgot the whole deal because Look, I forgot I his Paradox, name was Chris. I think Paradox forgot his name was Chris and also his true motivations have switched throughout this. It's back to being, oh, you messed up my family. That that got pushed aside at one point and I got angry about it being pushed aside just to be, I was studying the multiverse. We have that again. It's just nonsense. Yeah, if Reverse Flash does the right thing by Chris, but he could have done this a while ago. I didn't hate this issue but the most of Joshua Williams's flash run details are glossed over to get to an ending that makes months of reading feel like nothing worthwhile. Now it's off to get a negative flash family and end Williamson's time on the book. And the negative flash family is the big cliffhanger. Oh my God, that, that sounds awesome. I mean, go back to the end of the flash war when we end up seeing this crisis and that ends up being paradox. We're all excited about that. It always does that same, you know, deal where you have things happen. Motivations seem to change. The explanations of how things are going on end up getting wonky. And then you end up with this. Basically, you've had a fight between reverse flash and flash this whole time. Let's go back and kill Chris. We'll, we'll kill Chris before he becomes Paradox. Let's save Chris. Yeah, well, th- this is the thing. This has been mentioned about the killing over and over. I like the killing, Eric. But with that, <laughs> why didn't they come up with this solution three issues ago when they said we should go well, we kill just, we, Paradox? We just got reverse flash last issue. Yeah, I'm saying, but right away, that's what he wanted to do. So we waste all that issue. And in time of this, people getting all ripped apart and the whole multiverse, they could have done this immediately. Well, the they whole were going to do is, this. The idea is Barry did chase them back because Reverse Flash knew what to do here with his lightning rod, which we. Yeah, but they like. already went there. They were going to kill him. And then Barry said no. So exactly. they left. So, and that's, but now not, they left they that time. They did not leave that time. Paradox came and killed himself well, and became I'm saying, the god he of ends all up time, doing that. Like. But they could have stopped it right there. They could have stopped it there. And if you're saying that it's because Paradox stopped it, well, he could have stopped it here. I, I don't even know how the time travel works or anything because you had to go to the point in time when he would have become Paradox. And I guess Reverse Flash in this issue vibrates him so nothing actually bad happens to him during this fight with Turtle during Flash Year One. But this whole That's thing- That's what it, it seems, but it's not even spelled out what he really does. We it does seem Chris like he puts being a saved thing at this over point there. where he does not become, he does not go to Time Limbo, which in this issue becomes Paradox's realm. And without a Paradox Act being, you don't actually have the time limbo that we've seen throughout this whole thing, even though we started this arc off seeing that when Chris got here, old Chris, that he saw beings from another world yeah, of there time were other aliens actually and stuck ships. in this whole thing. I'm like, so this place existed before Chris was Paradox, so I don't understand what you're doing now. This is what I'm saying. Paradox it's all is changing. Dead, and now this limbo universe cannot exist anymore. I'm like, And so what, what you what you have here is all these things being thrown at you. The, the way that they're going to get rid of Paradox, and they get rid of Paradox in a way that 
that makes him not even feel that big anymore. Well, even at this he, point, do we mention shouldn't that even he's a have god here, Barry. But. This this whole timeline that we go to, and you know, Reverse Flash and Barry finally decide, like, we got to quit arguing about this. You can't kill you can't kill Paradox because I'm the Flash. I can't let you do that. Reverse Flash, he takes it upon himself to go travel back through time because because he has the negative speed force, he can go and do that, and not have any ramifications. But I don't understand what's up with the timeline at this point because Godspeed's taken Paradox back and forth throughout time and killed every version of Barry they can get a hold of. So I'm like, how is time still existing someplace when well, Flash they is fighting the They explain that they those are just alternate timelines now that stack up. There, there's no real I, explanation. I just they're like, just you, playing you with got everything. These different things that stack up, but why does that affect the current timeline? Then if they're just stacked up. Yeah. Well, the weird thing about it is it does affect the current timeline, but doesn't affect themselves, which again, then they go back after Paradox is not Paradox, and yet the rubble and the destruction of the fight that they left still there. So it, it all doesn't make sense. It, it seems all wonky. It just starts right away. Now, again, when we first were introduced to Chris... He was a guy who was studying, trying to figure out if there was oh, a multiverse. He was trying to find the multiverse. He gets hit by the deal, goes to this other, you know, his realm that they say he does turn into he this gets paradox. Hit with that wave that st- you know makes the future turtle end up going in between yes. the seconds, kind of thing. That Barry figured out how to do everything to, to stop the paradox that his future self was trying to do, and he gets left behind and stuck in that weird limbo yes. timeline. Which so with that, for some reason, makes you into a monster. Yes. Man. Well, at one point, he did try to go back to his family. They're, oh, you're a monstrosity. We don't want you there. I understand. You left that a bit behind to just center on the idea of, I hate the Flash. Everybody thinks he's great. I'm going to just destroy the Flash throughout time. Never with a paradox thinking, maybe I can maybe solve this and get back to my family, try to make it so that this never happens. we got to remember, too, he hates the Flash because every time the Flash would change a timeline and that paradox energy was released, it seemed to hurt him at first, but now it fuels him. And And also, remember his other MO was that Flash died in crisis, and he shouldn't have come back and isn't as a hero as he was. Th- these have switched every issue. It seems the guy is, you know, up to something else. You you throw back the multiverse in this one. And oh, yeah, yeah, he was looking into the multiverse before. But, but it never seems like he's very he's very flighty with, with what he wants to have done. Now, because they are going to go back and keep him from being Paradox so he can get his family back, you have to have Chris which I'm telling you, we were named once at the very beginning and never since, but since we're going to do that, you have to keep saying Chris, but you have to get back to that idea of my family hates me. I lost my family. All right, well, we'll fix that. And that's how you're going to end it. But everything in between, the idea of going through the timelines and killing all the flashes, trying to stop this, getting, it, it just doesn't play out well. Well, don't forget for the lightning rod ending. that we had to get before to you yeah, know, the use rod. the speed force to create a disaster. My We're done with that now. So here's that lightning rod that everybody remembers from Flash Rebirth. We're not going to see that again. Also, hey there, Reverse Flash. You're the only one who knows how to kill God, you know, or Paradox. You're the only one. You're the only one. And then we just go back to this. Just oh, let's make them not be that. Which, okay, that like the, my problem with it, not just the time of the it, but this is something they should have done first. The idea of Reverse Flash when he first said, hey, let's kill it. They could have just, well, maybe we could just stop him from becoming this. But that seemed at that point to be, no, 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 we can't because that's like a flashpoint. Uh, but now we're just going to do 
it. But when they're in this realm of paradox, you end up where Reverse Flash says, you have to trust me. I can go back. And, and Barry does say, you're always bragging about how great you are with this time travel nonsense. We'll prove it. You know, let's see it. He just zips off. He, he leaves this realm. But yet then this afterwards, the speed force seems to be the shit and everything that you actually need because to have happen with the speed force because he, our hero, yeah. nothing but ramifications for anything he does. Reverse yeah. flash, he can do whatever the hell he, he wants. He can do whatever he wants. He's the freaking, you know, so much more powerful than the hero here, even though he can never catch a break, it seems like, when he goes no. up against Barry. Yeah, well, he goes back and touches. He puts a hand on his shoulder. You think that he's going to kill him. It was well done. Oh, yeah, that the vibrating deal. hand. He's going to yeah. stick it through him and then just grabs him at the last second and vibrates him. And he him. says, yeah, yeah. He seems, it's weird, too, because I don't even know that you would. The art doesn't play out a vibration to me because he doesn't seem to be a little wonky there. It's almost like he has a force field or something. I don't know. But he ends up so he doesn't get hit by the blast. He doesn't become paradox. He ends up, you know, you're welcome. And then he goes back. Reverse Flash comes back. Well, he's now jumped in and out of this stupid realm of paradoxes well in the meantime barry and godspeed they can't get the hell out of it they're trying to run because it's falling we apart. need a cosmic so, treadmill to get out yeah, of this weird place we need a cosmic treadmill oh my god i see all of the timelines they're all oh jesus what's going on we got to get out of here we can't we're not and then reverse flash just shows up Follow me, bitches. Let's go. And my, and then explains it with my negative speed force combined with your positive speed force. speed force should be enough to free us. Stop it. Well, well Stop you it. already you already left and came back there, Reverse Flash. So just it, it's a little a more than that. Us. Just grab a hold of us and keep on running, here, Bart. We'll go in yeah. your wake because you can get out of here. You exactly. just did. We've just seen him leave and come back. And so he has, it's basically Wonder Woman can get through the portal. She did, you know, it's the same thing. And it's, it's made wonky by, we'll combine this. And he does this a lot with, well, the combination of this and this will work out. And you, you'd never find out how. You never find out why. Make this make sense with I'm just waiting for there to be ramifications apart. of, you know, Barry using too much speed force, which Pied Piper told him he couldn't yeah. do because yeah, he was supercharged. Again, but this is where you get these things in this run, where you're told a big thing in one arc and it disappears after it's done. You end up with that arc ending and then you go on to something that doesn't matter. This is using <laughs> the speed force to the extreme and nothing's happening. And and even the idea of what Paradox did, they try to explain it here. Williamson tries to explain that. Well, these timelines, they end up piling on top of each other and they're not affecting us. So that means we can still fight. And then Paradox, while well, he's still alive, said, well, that's just my next step. I'm going after the multiverse. I don't even know how you go from point A to point B there. But also, what's the ramifications of all that? It seems to be wiped out by the end. Everything well, Paradox thing gets wiped Eobar out. went to to stop Chris from becoming Paradox, it's one of those things that's Stacked up that can't affect them as we're yeah. told here, so it doesn't matter. Well, I guess that maybe that's the only thing that you can say. Well, they'll still remember it, but why is it like there's nothing happening? And like I said, afterwards, when they do go back, they've saved the day, they go back, and it does look like the destruction from the fight that shouldn't have happened then is still there. Iris is still, you know, she comes out of the Flash Museum, 
Barry. And I'm like, I hope nobody's around. I mean, there goes his identity. It's done. Yeah, Iris. And they hug. That's the weird, nice. The weirdest part about this, too, is that I, I think it's going to have a big ramification going forward because Joshua Williamson has talked about Jay Garrick coming up. But but now that he's gone, your history is being corrected. And in this swirl of freaking timeline, you see the flash of two worlds going on where yeah. Jay Garrick's running next to Barry Allen. So I'm like, is this going to be the thing that gets the Flash family back together? Because Ian remembers thought, it all. Yes. But they yeah, don't and really I play it up that, very well in my no. mind. But that's why I think that you have an ending then with reverse. I'm going to get the reverse Flash family and you're going to have people start remembering things. And I actually thought, boy, this is a little like ahead of time to start opening up things that would have been maybe a 5G or whatever would have been. That seems to be death metal and stuff going on now. But that's the thing. Joshua Williamson, if he ends with a, a you know, a Jay Irie, Jay Garrett, all these, but people are going to go nuts. They'll love it. But to get there, this is wonky as shit. So we end up having the big thing with Godspeed. Now, Godspeed has been around for all of these issues. He has been here the whole time. And his big thing is trying to find out who his brother's killer was. And that kind of got left behind yeah. for a while. And even I actually was like, oh, yeah, shit, we didn't find that out. <laughs> so you end up where it's just reverse flash and Godspeed. And, and you end up having this weird, weird deal. Where I actually thought about what we dealt with with Hunter Zellman, the guy who killed yeah. his father-in-law with the gun, with the clown and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah. While I was dealing with it, I actually got that mixed, messed up in my mind with what yeah. Godspeed was I doing. Just, I, I swear to God, I, I forgot all about it. But you end up in there. There's kind of a funny moment where they end up, they save the day. You end up, Flash goes and hugs Iris. She gets his identity out just like Superman's now we have the truth right so she yells but you end up with reverse flash like all right smell you later guys nice team up and thinks like all right you know i'm pretty good i can go off and godspeed no 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 stop right there you can't just go you are not redeemed yet and and then has that little line of you know it's something when you work with barry or flash and you end up saving things you, you think that you're on the good side but you know and then the whole deal is just reverse flash listen i know how all this works out or whatever you know, you're Nobody's not going to be known. Godspeed. You're not going to, yeah, you're not going yeah, to be remembered because they're looking at the statues and stuff. And yeah, you'll never get a statue. Oh well, I really need to find out who my brother's it's, killer it's so is. It's so funny to me thinking <laughs> about Joshua Williamson writing this though, because before you get to the big, you know, turn the page and get to the big, you know, splash thing going on, where it's like the big wow moment, where Godspeed's talking, like you know, actually, Ibar's telling Godspeed, you won't be remembered. Like, oh, that's pretty harsh to do to your own character there, Joshua Williamson, and say yeah, those things. But then it, it makes is. sense when you turn the page, like. But what yeah. about my brother? You know about the future. Oh, your brother? And then turned I killed your brother as he snaps August Hart's neck. Yeah, I'm like, he snaps oh my his God. Neck. And so, yeah, you need something to happen so that Barry realizes, oh, crap, we're back to fighting again. And he just snaps it like Flash did his. And it is that deal where I think that's a great reverse Flash moment. It's a great moment for reverse Flash versus Flash God, deal. Rever- but uh, Godspeed was there. He might have gone after Iris. I, who knows? Uh, he might have snapped the neck of a statue. You end up, though, like that's the end of Godspeed's deal. Now, maybe this will revert by the end and the little timey-wimey stuff. It's weird to have just. Joshua Williamson pretty much not allow the one character that he created big uh, to go on because people seem I see people on Twitter love. I think it's a cool costume. 
Yeah, I, I don't get the as whole deal, but he's even been in, you know, the TV show, yeah. all these things. So he's a big deal. So I, I kind of think that he might come back by the end, but that's a good moment. But if that's the last, it's a real lackluster way to end the whole, you know, Godspeed deal where at points he was just in prison and then he got out and he joined the road. We don't have a lot of people that are close to Barry anymore besides for Wallace and Avery and stuff like that. And Godspeed being the one character you can do who was a good friend of Be- like Barry's when he was on the force, stuff like that. Another person for Eobar to take away from well, him right it is, there. I'm to like, take okay. him away. But I'm saying you, you end up with a lot of time spent with a Godspeed to end it like this. Now he's just he's been a prop the whole time and feels like it. Like you said, that's the only one he gets his next snap and we'll see how it goes. But he just now feels again, like paradox paradox. They just go back, touch his shoulder. He's never created this godlike being that was supposed to be the be all end all of everything is reset. And we don't ever, you know, and now we get the point. Yeah, I think she'll be in the last deal. Uh, and I think Avery will be there. Where's she going like by that. the last time? Was it Negative Flash or what was that? I don't I don't even remember. <laughs> I can't remember with Mina. But yeah, at the end, you'll have, you know, all of the, the Flash family, including Wallace, all of them involved as well, I'm sure. And that'll be pretty cool. Even it's Wally? weird. I don't know about Wally, no, but I don't think you Wally's might be able to have him. a multiversal Wally. Who knows? You know, that. it's all the multiverse going on. But yeah, you end with. Pretty much reverse Flash saying, I know everything, snaps August Snack, and then says to Flash, you always have the Flash family, you always come and get me. Well, about time I learned my lesson, I'm making the reverse Flash family. And we'll see what that is. We'll see what's going yeah, on with that. imagine inertia of the old kid Flash villain will show back up to become, you know. Yeah, I think know, that will have stuff like that. Reverse gonna, kid Flash. Telling you, it's going to be the Superman revenge squad, but in the Flash deal. It's just going to, in my mind, be something like that. I just got to think of a we'll few see. more speedsters that don't get the recognition they do to become, you know, the, the part of the negative Flash family, the reverse Zoom, Flash Eric? family, I mean. How about that? How about going I don't on think that? Zoom I would want to play with reverse Flash anymore. I actually think it said that in solicit. Oh, yeah? I can't remember. I think that it was something yeah, spelled out with that. Makes so sense, we'll see. I don't know. Well, we shall see. But yeah, uh, overall, he, he is the this- go-to bad like, guy, you know, uh, speedster outside of Eobar. Yeah. So it does make sense yeah. to a degree. I'm going to give it a 6.5. I actually, I, I didn't hate it. I, I actually like the idea that they do save Paradox. You know, you end up having without Reverse Flash save him. But Reverse Flash, he, he can't go an issue without killing somebody, Eric. So if you're going to, it's like the yin and the yang. He's got to snap a neck by the end, and he does. And like you said, it could have been Iris. Instead, it is August. Uh, but I like the art, all yeah, that, but it's just, it's just the same thing. Now we complain about it all the time. So it seems silly to have the same issues with this run all the time, but it, they just keep popping up. Yeah. Like the and, timelines, they keep stacking. And this one, yeah. And this one though, it didn't annoy me as much as like the forever force or stuff like that. Or, you know, what's the sage force that's switching. And yeah, there's some wonky things, but yeah, it seems pretty cool the way we end. And oh, yeah. I'll I look forward the to the reverse thing. Flash family going on just because I'm a fan of counter versions like that. Like anything we would have to do with an evil, almost doppelganger, whatever you want to do, an evil twin version, or just, you know, like we said, reverse Flash. It's like steve Exactly. Right? Now, it's, it's, it's more like, you know, the crime syndicate in my mind, or like the Black Marvel family, like I said at the beginning. I look forward to those whole things. But the rest of the the, mo- the majority of this issue, everything we had to deal with the actual paradox, it was all garbage. The stuff with Reverse Flash is great. I'm telling you, it, they Fancy. changed every rule that they gave us each and every issue. It seemed like just to get to the ending we needed here. I enjoyed the art, but and I liked the idea that Reverse Flash went heel again, killed August. We had this like big shocking moment just because I didn't expect it to come. But I do look forward to where we're going. But it's a five point five in my mind. 
Oh, yeah. Like you said, it's it gets annoying. And this is where you're saying about like paradox and his realm. And like it does feel like while you go through these arcs and, and here's the thing, maybe we're being too harsh because the story does change, but maybe it changes for the better at points, but still it changes. You end up changing the rules. No, it always feels like it's just being made up on the fly and, oh, that doesn't work. So I'll do this or, you know, that didn't fit. So I'll change it around to that. And it does get a bit annoying. It really does. But we're going to go off to the next issue. It's a bit annoying as well, Eric. And it's one of those where, Holy moly. Yeah, you're going to get Rick Grayson. That's what you're going to get. It's Nightwing number 71, written by Dan Juergens, art by Ronan Cliquette, Nick Filardi, and and World Designs. The Joker is all about making Rick Grayson his own as the Joker war approaches. And I want somebody to convince me that this isn't just a repeat of what we just got in the Year of the Villain story with William Cobb. The People talent jumping William into Cobb? That's, yeah, great-grandfather William Cobb. The people jumping into this to see what's what before the Joker War hits do seem to like this issue. They haven't had to deal I with this nonsense. I don't think they read the villain, that's why. Well, they haven't read any. I, I saw this is my first night. I don't know what people are all upset about. This is pretty good. But longtime readers get the same old, same old that this book has been giving us for years now. We have a Rick Grayson story that has gone on for for 21 issues now and it Crazy. is nothing it has been nothing and you had this so whole... much potential to redo yes. nightwing remake him and anything you wanted him to do and we have done nothing well, we've sat on our hands with and pretty much even the night squ- oh, nightwing squad which i looked forward to haven't done anything with no we haven't and you even have to throw them in here so you re- remember them and with this whole deal hutch. This reminds me a lot of me and you talking about the first truth when we had this at the end of the New 52 DCYLU when you end up having Superman get his identity revealed by Lois Lane and also lose his powers. So we end up going into this. Everybody's losing their mind. Usually, even though we're looked at as the most negative people on the planet, Eric, we actually try to let things happen first before we get mad. And we were looking forward to an idea of seeing a Superman book where without his powers, without his identity, especially powers, that he is still a Superman. That's right. He is still able to show us that the hero that everybody says is boring because he's too overpowered is actually more than just those powers there. And so we were upset that we didn't get that. What we really got was a real jerk off. And it's funny because Gene Luan Yang has just ended up uh, talking about this a little when he was hired to do so. He, He pretty much has spelled out that this idea that what went on in that deal it was changed. We knew it was because remember we were going to get the whole League of Supermen oh, yeah. type deal and all that. And, became and then it the changed final days to of the, Superman. Yeah, then it became Final Days of Superman. And he ended up being told, oh, you're going to be on Superman. This will be great. We're going to show how great he is. Da, da, da. And then just getting a call one day. Yeah, we're changing this. He's going to lose his powers. Lois is going to reveal his identity and we're going to show him be a jerk. Get this, and at one, Gene. Even the, at one the point. The Quarmers they, yeah. are going to take his powers. The Quarmers, yeah, Gene. The Quarmers. And, and get this. He's going to punch a policeman Awful but, but it's not a policeman <laughs> and people are gonna lose their shit and then he's gonna hate shadow commissioner wrath. gordon batman then he's gonna the, beat up barry the he's gonna try to commit Vandal suicide Savage. 
Oh my God. Vandal Savage is going to wait till the, the comet goes by. They're going to adjust the planet. Oh my Jim goodness. Gordon Batman does not want a depowered identity given Superman in his city. That's for sure. <laughs> and just imagine too, it's like, all right, well, that all sounds like bullshit, but at least I can show how much Superman trusts and admires Parasite, right? No, get this. He's going to fuck Parasite. Big right. time. I'm going to make all Superman right. a wrestler and a Korean god freaking yeah. you know, underground ring. I think ring. that at that point, that's all they had for him to do. Like he's like, well, this stinks. How can I make him a god wrestler? Yes, you can. <laughs> All right. And and while I'm at that, or they're like, well, we'll let you do that, but have Jimmy Olsen show up at one time and have Superman make him look like he's the nerd friend that he only and, talks and about on the weekend. Right now, I'm sorry that we're talking so much about you know <laughs> DC. While you're the true Superman, but I got to tell you, this conversation that we're having right now is way more interesting than this Nightwing issue. Oh my god! And so this leads to. Something here, usually. Uh, the idea that you got a Rick Grayson. He gets shot. It, was it Tom King? Was it editorial? We'll never no, know. No, it's, it's, like, it's like how many there. licks of the uh, <laughs> how many Three. licks of the, the Tootsie Roll? I saw that. One. The owl told me. Uh, yes. So you end up the court of the owls. You end up, though, where you could Calvin have. Rose. You could have done more. You could have shown the idea. You did start something with the, hey, when you don't you have it, this fire, is what's you didn't really, feed that fire. please, anybody who is at this moment reading both DC and Marvel, if you're reading Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil, that's done right. Daredevil went away. Everybody was inspired. They need a Daredevil. Let's try to be it. The people start getting hurt. Daredevil comes back. In this, you now, end you, up having the same Daredevil, thing. Do you think of him as the poor man's Batman or the rich man's Nightwing? I think I'm, I told you before when we said that if we had the amalgam going against it, I said that I would put Nightwing against Daredevil okay. because I, I like them together. Uh, but with this, you end up having a Rick Grayson who pretty much has been twiddling his thumbs for two years. Yeah, you have the Nightwing squad. You have the, these guys. The, and so you had something that to me, there's the interesting part. The Rick Grayson people hate, but the Nightwing squad, there's something to that that you could have played along. You end up having Rick join them. And after it got wonky and it wasn't doing anything. So then you have the year of the villain. Again, me and you thought this will be cool. You're tying back into the new 52. You end up having Dick Grayson, his roots of almost becoming a talent, being raised the to be a talent. Son. Yeah, the gray son comes back. And yeah, okay, it got wonky. Oh, end up with the memory that, crystal. But the mem- not even the memory crystal, but the the court of Al memory goggles. You had rolling blackouts going yeah. on. I still don't know what Lex Luthor it got gave really confused for the year of the villain. But this whole thing just never he really gave him a nudge. Out. And now, remember we said he there's Rick. Ray, he just pointed to him down the road. But now we're doing the Joker. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, and the whole thing I, is with the memory goggles that you know was put on Rick Grayson to give him the identity, or not the identity, but the memories of William Cobb racing him instead of Bruce Wayne, and then everything getting messed up where he has dual memories now. And for the end of this issue, the Joker just having the memory crystal saying, "I raised you." I'm like. Come on. I know you were telling me about this all week, how close it was. I'm like, it can't be that close. He's got to be exaggerated. I'm like, no, no, he's not. I ended up, I did a video. It's on actually video less interesting deal. in my mind. Yeah, I, I did a video and I actually went and showed panels from the William Cobb story and they're exact. Yeah. I mean, there's points of the progression of the story, 100% exact. Now, the ending, what I think, and it looks like Rick will get to be Dick again by Batman 99. Uh, because you're going to have the whole Joker war. And, and what I do think, it does seem as if the Joker is going to a re, uh, he's going to erase the 
Talon memories that uh-huh. were put in and then put his in. And I think that that's too much, you know, out of the ordinary. I think that there's where Rick Grayson's too like, much. no, I too don't much, believe man. it. You know, I don't believe this. And then I think also that maybe it's like when you use a tape too much, Eric, and then it gets warped and then it breaks. That's what his mind's going to be. And that's the thing is he's got his mind all altered right now. And the big, you know, cliffhanger to one of the issues coming up to Batman is that Punchline takes her make it off and it's actually Rick Grayson in drag. Oh, my God. I'd be that sexy, Eric. But yeah, in my mind, you have the Talon Court of the Owl memories that are based on something that was going to happen and is his great grandfather, William Cobb who did that so and that's the first one there where he's conflicted of these memories i think that a memory of did bruce wayne raise me or did joker i think that that's where it ends like yeah enough of this nonsense i don't believe this uh but you go into this issue and this is the progression that we've always had now it's not rolling blackouts it's not nightwing squad it's I hear a siren, B. I got to go see what that's all about because you need to have him leave the oh, prodigal yeah. bar to leave her alone. He goes off. She says, come on, can't William you let Cobb, somebody I else mean, do Joker this? Joker walks in. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the William Cobb during the whole year of the villain. He showed up in the shadows. Luckily for B, because at that point there were rioters and looters. They were going to get handsy with her. And he ended up coming and killing them. But then having the big reveal, oh, no, Talon, this is almost the same. You have the Joker walking down the stairs in the shadows. We know it's the Joker. So why are you playing with this? And he's going to introduce himself to B and say, I'm going to figure out this Rick, Ricardo, whatever. Well, then you go off for what the siren was. Now we have more problems because yeah. when we go off, that Nightwing is going off because Tusk is out of his own villains, Tusk. Yeah, and Tusk in this continuity was spelled out to be a long running villain of Dick Grayson when he was, you know, Robin and and so on. Tusk has died multiple times. He's had his tusk cut off multiple times and he just keeps coming back. The worst part is, though, the last time we saw Tusk was in Gotham City Monsters, yeah. where he was killed as the main motivation for Killer Croc sure to was. get involved with that team. That was only in October. He got better. That has not been a long time ago. He's dead. He shows up. This happened before where you ended up having Peter J. Tomasi in the Batman Robin annual number two, where it was a Tusk story, set him up in this continuity of being the longtime villain of Dick Grayson, all this stuff. And Dick Grayson never could defeat him and wanted to. And Damien, before he died, ended up seemingly killing him. But you can kind of play with he just took it. It seemed like I read it and it just says I took care of him. And the lead up to that was Dick Grayson going, you know, we haven't seen in a couple of years, that old Tusk guy. And you had that. But then he came back in Batman Superman end up having it just he keeps coming back. But this is wrong from a couple months ago. But it's all just a setup. It's all there. This is just a delay Rick Grayson so that the Joker can talk to B. And while he's fighting, you have Rick Grayson see that this, you know, prisoner transfer truck ends up crashing. That's where Tusk comes out of. And you see this Joker card that was thrown. Metal Joker card that sliced the tires. That sliced the tire. And this is where you start getting wonky. And this is where the wonkiness just keeps going in this Rick Grayson because they they never can give you the full idea of what he knows, what he doesn't. Now they're, you know, mixed up. 
huh, the Joker, I think I know about him. Didn't I hear one time he's a killer? (laughs) Yes. Really? You You know, the jet, you don't have to play that game. So you go, and now we have to, what's up with the Nightwing squad? Well, the Nightwing squad is in trouble right now because Sapienza, the leader, he ended up getting slashed up by Joker when he came into town. That is what drove the Joker to get to Bloodhaven. There are Nightwing wannabes, posers. I'm going to go and see what's what. Yeah, and he ends up going and slicing up Sapienza. And that's the thing. When William Cobb came into town near the villain, he ended up slicing up Zack. It was the same thing. You're not a Nightwing. That's the best thing, too, because I actually wish when, you know, uh, Colleen, the other Nightwing of the whole thing, Nightwing Gold. Zack's sister. Exactly. Zack's sister. Where she runs in to see Sap, I just wish that she was running from her brother's hospital room over Uh, to the freaking surgery room. I want them to have, like, a a running room for just this. It just says, you know, running deal for the Nightwing squad. She just busted in the middle of surgery. Hey, freeze i gotta talk to this guy well he's going under real quick yeah who did it to you and it just yeah it just seems like (laughs) zach you end up with this you know deal where it's almost really spelled out to me this whole nightwing squad has been left behind or we don't have to deal with them anymore it does look like even dies no hutch he's off fighting fires he's the best one I know. I, I like the squad. You just never did anything with them. Come on, so they Hutch just kind of the sat red there. uniform and a freaking holding an axe. I'm like, that is a badass no, visual no. right there. Co- Colleen in the disco <laughs> outfit was <laughs> the even DB. better. Yeah, it was great. And so we, we kept waiting. And we kept waiting for the idea that, hey, I'm Rick Grayson. I don't remember stuff. Screw this. Well, then he becomes a Nightwing with them. And we were waiting for somebody to actually, we thought it was Zach to actually die for you know, Rick to, oh my God, I better get back to being Dick Grayson. People are dying now. Hey, uh, it was all a goof, fellas. Uh, But with that, you're beyond that point. We're going with this memory crystal stuff. So I think this is just to say, yeah, that Nightwing squad, they're done. Well, you go back. For some reason, the memory crystal, just the idea of this doctor who works for the Court of Alices has this crystal as a necklace, which affects your memory and like pretty much mind controls you. I'm like, that is the weakest bit of this story in my mind. Just it all comes down to this magic crystal that rewrites your mind, just like the goggles that the freaking Court of Alice no. had. But we didn't oh, need the I, goggles I, before, when I went but back, not the crystal. When I went back and looked at the Year of the Villain to see the, you know, the similarities, the, when they're on the roof and William Cobb ends up putting on those goggles and it just freezes Rick. And he, hey, he's looking at his mirror. I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. But you just brought up something that I'll just ask you. What do you think the Court of the Owls is up to yeah, nowadays? Right? Stuff. Because they sent William Cobb there. They're and about and what the Joker's memory, doing like, in their labyrinths right now for the, the, the memory, my Yeah. So they seem to be something though, right? Uh, but why aren't they going to get Rick? This was their plan they with William Cobb. They already had a talent fail. These are a bunch of rich socialites. They're not this, doing their own work. This memory crystal didn't seem to be the offer because that was what the doctor oh, yeah. had and was even before that. So why don't they at least want their memory crystal back they're just the letting it go is, I, I think it might have been just the doctors outside of the court of us i don't know yeah, i'm just they seen that they that went in there that, as the court of the owl plan they spelled it out but yeah it's just left behind but what were you saying i was just thinking to myself well you know the the gift that lex Luthor gave william cobb was it just he pointed out those uh, yeah. he's over there william yeah he's over there you're welcome he's a cabbie I could even go with maybe they it would have been the – but the goggles were spelled out to be That's the Court of the Owls yeah. things as well. Was so you end up with – to get rioters going just like a tusk. Was it the guy who hired him as a cabbie? I don't know. Was it Louie? I, I can't tell. Well, you end up 
going back to the prodigal bar, you're there where Dick Rick Grayson is delayed with Tusk. And this fight means nothing except for the idea that Tusk does not recognize this version of the Rick Grayson and Rick does not remember Tusk. So that I at really least you get the idea. Tusk would have realized that this was Nightwing. Yes, he has a new costume, a new haircut, and isn't giving oh, you yeah. a witty banner. I would have liked him, the this moves. And just you the, know? like the idea, like where I was looking forward to the when we saw the um, the new Nightwing costume for the first time, I thought, okay, there's some promise here. I want to see more of this. But after seeing this issue where he fights us, like I don't want to see this new Nightwing costume ever again. I hate it. No, no, I, I don't like it either. And when you get this, you, in my mind, you could have had some fun things like a Tusk who ends up. Is that you, Nightwing? Like, you remember me? No. And then realizes something's wrong and you end up that Tusk saves Rick Grace and gets, gets it back. That'd be awesome. You have Tusk there. All right. But you go and that's it's just a delay. And so you go back to the prodigal bar and you, you want to have cliche. You, you want to have on repeat, Pete and repeat. You have the choker walk down the stairway in the prodigal bar with a stupid freaking, you know, deal with, with this whole crowbar. Yeah, that's Jason I mean, Todd, really, Joker. What are you doing? Yeah, really. Does he just go around with this crowbar all the time now? It's so silly. And he goes down and he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to get but you. But he's not even opened up any crates with that either. No, he he already opened the America. He's not working overtime. He's union. So he goes down and he's like, hey, and he, he has Sapienza's, you know, Nightwing costume over, you know, on his chest deal. And he goes down, hey, there B, what's going on? We're going to get the Rick, the Dick, the Crit. And, and it just goes on and on just to have I hate the Rick Grayson come back. Yeah, it's not good. And you end up, it's not snappy. It's not fun. The only thing that's fun is when he says Rick Grayson. Like, that's a really stupid name. Nobody, Nobody likes, likes that, that. That's funny. Yeah. But you end up with this of just, again, repeat. Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use this crystal. And I'm going to make you think that I was your daddy after your parents died. And I raised you. Oh, my. Let's go to the Joker one. And even in that, the same thing with the Court of the Owls deal with William Cobb. You ended up having B jump on on William Cobb's back and he slaps her down. (laughs) Same thing happens here with the bat. I don't even know the progression of this bat. She's not very good with the bat. It looks like she might have swung and missed a guy. Look, I I just don't understand these people with this arm strength they have, especially the Joker, where he's not a bad, you know, like physically there, but he's he's not as big as I want him to be. But this whole thing where you swing a bat and he blocks it with a crowbar, I'm like, that crowbar in my hands, if I would have blocked it, would have hit me right in the head. Plus, that and your elbow would have been snapped. And she looks like she's stepping up to an up to the plate home run, Aaron. It doesn't happen. But yeah, you end up just with an ending. I'm going to make you think that it's exactly the way that it progressed with William Cobb. I'm going to make you think that it was me who did this. And in that point, he was actually telling it to be, hey, look what I'm going to do. At least the Joker here is telling everybody, including Rick, but he's frozen by the memory crystal. And there we go. Then you just go and it's going off to, you know, the year uh, or the Joker War, I mean, the and all this going the Joker on. War villain. And remember, though, in this, that's what it is. In this, you are going to, it says, welcome to the new family. Somehow he ends up, Rick Grayson ends up fighting Punchline a lot during this book while the Joker War goes on. So we'll see how that is. I don't it know. It is something fun to do. 
what is this going to be like? He's going to think, oh, a punchline's my that's sister. That's the thing. And we don't he get along. is punchline. He's fighting himself right now. Maybe it is. <laughs> he is punchline. That is a punchline. But yeah, I, I'm giving this an FU5. Yeah, I, I'm giving just, that as I, well. I, I, yeah, I can't. It's just the same thing it's, over the, and over. I like the art. I can talk about the inconsistencies of the Flash left and right of what we're doing and stuff like that. But when you have an issue that is pretty much the same thing, just put in another villain in its place. Yeah. like. Well, now you're just done being lazy here. You're not even trying yeah. to freaking, it's, you know, and it's make true. things work. And it's it's a shame that the year of the villain didn't come because the year of the villain as the Joker doing this it might have been okay. But you're just repeating this. We thought that it was going to be okay for William Cobb. It made sense. It tied into past continuity. All this stuff going on, eh, nothing happened from it except now he's all wonky with these two memories. But Joker seems to spell three. out. No. Well, Joker yeah. seems to spell out. I'm going to get rid of that. And I thought, okay, there's the first step. You have to get rid of the talent nonsense. And now he's going to put this and it's just silly. It really is just silly, and this book has just done nothing for two years, and it needs to do something, and people and are waiting. still buying it enough. We, we've been reviewing every one, and it just it's it's getting infuriating. Let's finish this podcast with the last book, Eric. I, uh, I don't know how much we can bitch him on about this, but I'm sure we'll give it an effort. Uh, Legion of Superheroes number six. Legion of Superheroes number six. Do you know, Eric, that coming up, we're going to get two straight issues that are oversized with one page for yes, each artist? I am aware and, uh, and not happy about it. <laughs> like that? How are we going to review this? Written by Brian Michael Bendis, art by Ryan won't. Suck. Wade Von Growl Badger. I almost told you that I didn't want to talk about this tonight. Jordy Belair and Dave I have expected it. I actually like the story of Legion of Superheroes, Eric, more than anything we've gotten so far. How could this be? I just said that, well, first off, remember how much I hated all the rest, but too bad it's buried under a ton of characters we hardly know and nonsense dialogue I don't care to read. And you spelled it out to me before we started. This is a very straightforward story, but at least we end up getting, you know, we get the trident. We see how we're, it works, and by the end, ass. we're good. Yeah, the horrors. You end up. I saw some of them down the alley downtown, and with that, you also get a triumphant ending that shows that the Legion's great. But just like I said back when Naomi came out, you know, everybody loves that Naomi. Oh yeah, I said you got I, six I imagine issues. Most people forgot about Naomi at this point. Well, at one point, you couldn't because she was in every book. But yeah, she's kind of disappeared now. But the Naomi book came out, and it stopped telling a, a story. And started becoming collectible. Hey, here's her first power set. Here's her homeworld. Here's her world. And you never ended up finding out shit about shit by the end of it. And yeah, by people the end still of it, were we excited. Still don't know. And I liked the character. Don't get me wrong there. But there was hardly a story. And it didn't finish after the six issues. And we're still waiting. Even after, after her showing up all her over. coming up in Action Comics, so, Superman, and freaking, yeah, you know, Young That's Justice. what I'm saying. We even had her show up in other things. And we still don't know. Basically, every time she showed up in other Bendis books, she'd say, I've just had my powers one day. Then the next day, I just had my powers one week. She never said shit. So Brian Michael Bendis is in this book now. Concerned more in making it collectible than readable. And if you want solid proof, look at the cover and tell me what Monster Boy and Dr. Fate did in this issue that would warrant them being on the cover. Because at least Gold Lantern did something. <laughs> uh, you you end up having a cover. You end up having the cover. Gold Lantern and Monster Boy. This might as well have a cover that the quote on the top says, hey, speculators, buy the shit out of this issue because these characters may take off one day. That's all it is. 
This is a Hail Mary again for this to be something that is going to look like it's sold because the sales numbers get inflated by freaking speculators. And Tom Brevoort, that's the editor over at Marvel that ends up fighting with Brandon occasionally. This guy comes out and says, man, I can tell that Brian Michael Bendis is getting back to the nostalgia of the old days because I went to get the Legion of Superheroes number six and I couldn't even get my hands on it because these people are snatching up. Yeah, that's what caused the whole collapse of comic books in the 90s. This is nonsense. You end up pretty much on the cover saying, hey, speculators, come our way, buy this up. Nonsense. But Monster Boy is in two panels. Nonsense. It, freaking Dr. Fate with her 80 arms and not is in one little tiny panel in space. And then the Gold Lantern comes out and you have even the, the idea where you want to know if it's going to be played the game like Naomi. You end up having Gold Lantern show up. John Superboy. Man, that's neat. Who's that? Oh, man. Wait, do you hear his origin story? This, that whole thing, you know, where he shows up, though. It's like, I have this. Greetings, John Kent. I'm the Gold Lantern of the Galactic. Gold Lantern? He has such amazing story. Wait till you hear it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really? Like, so you, he's been here the whole well, time, too? I guess. <laughs> I get, and it's is this, you know, the nonsense that I hear, Brian Michael? Is that Brian Michael Bendis telling us that? Because it is. It's such a weird and, idea, though, thinking about Legion before, because the Green Lanterns were abolished. You only had one Green Lantern who was left at this timeline before the new Bendis rebirth yeah. era of this whole thing after Dr. Manhattan switched things back. And we got – I'm going to put that as it. You know, we got this new Legion when, the, like, Dr. Manhattan switched things back, and that's why we have this version now but i i don't understand i don't think he knows about the legion of superheroes he about anything and the thing is, I, I don't I, know a lot about the legion of superheroes because i'm not no, a huge fan of this no, series no, or a lot of the we're characters not experts. but we aren't I, I do know that the you know a gold lantern out of nowhere just feels weird to throw in here for a battle like oh yeah he's been here the whole time even though you never saw him before and and monster boy and Dr. Even Fate, the idea the of Monster Boy, who a, a, a character who can put on a monster form. I like to think of him like Manny Faces in He-Man, where he has the robot mode, regular face, yeah. and monster face. But he cannot control what monster form he takes for his face. It seems like it's the only thing. But I'm like, yeah. why do you need Monster Boy when you have Chameleon Boy over here, who can actually yeah, you know, have do Boy. something? And in this, all of a sudden he's there. They're all, you know, everybody, we got to get the hell out of here. Everybody, go. And you end up having Monster Boy out of nowhere being, a, hey, anybody, you need some help? And he looks like he's from Mars Attacks. Yep. And, you know, he's the Martian deal. And, oh, man, everybody's afraid of you. Oh, man, you humans. I'm looking. I'm seeing a lot of non-humans here <laughs> that seem to be scared as well. And it's just, why would they be? You are walking around with half the Legion are monstrosities. I mean. They, they are crazy looking. Oh, and yet this one, this one monster boy. Oh, my goodness. He's got the tentacles and the head. I, I'm looking right next to him. You got the three monstrosities right next. And I do mean Rose, Eric. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. But you even have the social commentary here. Yeah, when are you humans going to get away from your prejudice? Hmm, call me when that happens. <laughs> Fuck you. I can't stand it. It's so stupid. And you just get this idea where Brian Michael Bennett is there and he's writing this book and he's like, yeah, it's not good enough to, you know, give people the legionnaires that they want. I need to make some money off this shit. I'm going to just throw shit in there. for some reason, Monster Boy is almost identically dressed as Timberwolf. So I'm like, (laughs) what is going on now? And even on the cover, he kind of 
looks like him. Oh, my God. But the, the whole deal that we've spent all this with is the idea that the president of the guy, they, she doesn't like that, but all of a sudden she does. That's but the with thing. This, Did we end last issue with the Madam President being all pissed the Legion of Superheroes and even the well, idea of yeah. leaving us with they're going to shut this shit down well, now? The, the problem is, though, is that that's what seems to be happening again. Like, what is this, an aside in a pocket universe? Because they end up saving everything. They're, they're the, you know, the bell of the ball. And then it says the at the end next. brought the, the Legion. waters back to New Earth yeah, with Aquaman's trident. Look at that. Oh, my God. The Galactic the waters. Them. Yeah, yeah, the Galactic does. And then next issue, wanted by the United Planets. Yeah. yeah so, so all this is going on. And that's with the thing. This, is, and- I, I need to go back and look. But the one, the, the one guy who had the uh, Trident originally, I believe it was Ultra Boy's father, he's pissed. Yeah. He wants it back. He wants yeah, to know what the Legion's up to. He's going to declare wars on the United Planets. He wants no parts of it anymore because of this whole deal. Like, yeah. What's your problem, man? Calm down. And then, you know, you have to have Rose thrown in there. To, oh, you're Earth blunt. I'm like, really? I think somebody I'm has done, an Earth blunt when they're thing. writing it's this. Just Rose Forrest showing back up in this. For how little I care about the Legion of Superheroes, <laughs> I forgot she was even in this book. And it caught me off guard when she was here and being Brian Michael Bendis' Rose Forrest, which I didn't care yeah. for during his millennium bullshit to get us ready for what's coming in here. So I'm like, here we have the Legion of Superheroes, characters who I'm telling you, I used to like, you know, before the New 52 and stuff like that, because we got mostly a lot of the same ones into the New 52 because that timeline yeah. didn't change. But before that, there were moments of the Legion of Superheroes and characters in the Legion of Superheroes that I actually was a bit of a fan of when Jeff Johns was writing a bit of it. But now we have them changed into new ways, new Bendis dialogue. And, and we're like, not spending any time working on them. being a kid where I just didn't care about these characters because they it's seem It's too lame. much. I get overwhelmed is what happens with me. And you end up getting the attack. The attack's going on here. You end up having Tor Tor of the Horas Collective. Oh, They're going to attack. Tor, the whore they horse. end up going to attack with the trident but you end up where they're going to get the trident away and in a big explosion the way they do that it does then you know put the oceans back on earth but you even have when tortor shows up and he's pronouncing to earth how much he hates everyone and doesn't up saying I say that every look morning. at what the mantra. gods Look at what these gods, oh, you guys think that you're gods and all this. Look at what the gods of the universe did to the earth. Death to the earth and death to the legion of superiors. He even says it wrong. That has to be that. Yeah, Brian Michael Bendis, he's scribbling shit down so fast that he actually wrote superiors instead of superheroes by accident. Something autocorrected. Why isn't anybody looking at that, that or and maybe see that's that what, that's you ridiculous? Know, Tor likes to call the Legion of Superheroes. I would not think that you are actually about these that would be, characters. Again, though, that would be like me. Like, I don't like you. That's true. Right? It, it is. But I go, I ended up, as an aside, I ended up seeing a lot of reviews for other podcasts, and a lot of things are like, I really like this podcast. The hosts really get along and seem like best friends. I'm like, yeah, this is why we're bull crap. We hate each other, but just I hate well, we you. And I, I'm, I'm going to tell everybody. I know. I'm going to tell everybody. I consider you more a brother, Eric, to be actually honest. But you end up with this brothers. whole deal. <laughs> I don't. That's what I'm saying. But I would go over to your apartment. I'm calling Not you out. I watch. You know, I'm calling you out and I'm telling everybody in Europe. Well, I don't know where exactly you live. Exactly. I have to yell. Yeah. So I'm yelling. I got a megaphone. And I want everybody in the apartment to know how much bullshit you are. Mm-hmm. So like Tortor, I you can start keep yelling because they have no idea what my name is. I start I've been for 11 years. Everybody, I, I'm calling out Eric Shea. 
that sexy ass smart guy who I think is better than me. Why would an enemy say the Legion of Superiors? It's a typo. But with all this going on, tell me more. You already had Monster Boy. He's just there to say, please, everybody, go to Gate C. Thank you, oh, Monster, Monster Boy. Boy. You shouldn't be the monster. Meet the new like I said, you're playing the idea that Monster Boy is such a, a crazy. De- you got a, a kid bouncing around for Christ's sakes. You have all these uh, weird characters. That's what Matt makes Reader the Lad. Legion fun. The weird characters, Pharaoh but Boy. yet this this well, is everybody's. Lad. Yeah, everybody's scared. Oh my! I can't. He, he even though he has a Legion, you know, thing on. I don't like him. And so you, you, it's just stupid. Shit, though. No. Well, then you go into space to have this fight, and we're just going to have a pretty straightforward fight. And the dialogue back and forth at first, I hate. You do end up where you do have the point of view character of Superboy who has to just yell out everybody's name as they show up, and he doesn't know this. And it, But you're not – that is usually the setup. Like, oh, man, who's that? Not and we get all info. Yet. No, I didn't either. So you end up like, oh, man, who's that? You have this in comics sometime. Oh, my, I know I was there, but can you please tell me what happened before? But at least you get information then. But here you get Gold Lantern. What the hell is up with that? You'll oh, man. Wait, that's <laughs> not the princesses. Everything is always, you'll find out later. You'll do this. You'll do we'll that. We'll talk Never around that now. at some point in the future. Don't you worry, but we'll I, never I actually just, discuss I, it. I really think that he plays this in Young Justice. He does Points the same thing. How do we know each other? You know, because he's just waiting for shit to reset so he doesn't have to do the work. And, and so there's, they're going so on. You actually have to come up with an answer that people hate. It's like, yeah, it's like page 10 or 11 where you, you get this new recruit, Dr. Fate, just there in space, <laughs> just doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, to tell you. Yeah, there she is. Just doing nothing. I had to blow it up yeah, to luck. Yeah, making the deal going, you have everybody fighting, and you end up, you have to get the trident. The trident's, you know, spitting water out in space. You know, <laughs> you space know, water. You know how that works, space water. Uh, and it's you magic. just end up having a back and forth. People are put out of commission, then they're back. Then they're the out of commission, the day, then they're Jim. back. That is the end of the story. That is. Well, the, the good part about this is they do win the day, and John does say to Saturn, go, hey there, you know, you guys are pretty good. You know, you didn't really need me. You said that you didn't need, you know, you need me to teach you things, which is funny that you get that concept because he knows nothing about nothing. No. And he, he ends he up, up in a you volcano. know, you're pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, really. When, when are we going to deal with that? This kid grew up by himself with Ultraman sitting in a volcano for seven year years. All he knows is grown men crying to him and feeding him pigs. Yeah, yeah. Doing <laughs> having a pig roast every day. The guy, he can't look at a pig now. And so you end up with this and he's, you know, loving it. And you do have this chronic oh, masturbator, no. I bet. What are you going to do like, in a volcano all day? That's all you'll do. That's all I would do. Monel and so coming back volcano. into the fold. <laughs> Really? That's what I call my room. <laughs> the volcano. Hey, hey, kids! I'll be them. in the volcano. I'll They're be in the volcano. Coming, kids. I love everywhere. Yeah, really. Don't don't come in. No, you know what the love is. You end up there with that. You don't want to step on it. You end up where Monel. He comes back on the fold. I'm back, baby. I'm gonna get this. No, don't do it. Don't grab the trident. Oh no! Ba boom! A big giant explosion of water in space. Is that something and- we're doing in this too? That I have like kind of remember thinking about Legion of Superheroes with Brian Michael Bennis that Monel is now actually related to John Kent. Yeah, I believe so. You had that little uh, inkling, a little wink, wink. But you end up then with, you know, you you get because you need Monster Boy again to say, great, Scott. 
Great Scott. Oh, man. What is this Great Scott? The thing is, I appreciate sometimes what Superman says is to harken back to what yeah. he used to do. The idea that John says it now, I'm like, yeah. it just and feels now everybody's so saying weird. It. And now everybody's just taking John's cue by saying Great Scott. It just feels everybody's, very forced. Every, everybody's followers, Eric. You don't realize Saturn Girl, she's been running around saying Great Caesar's ghost. It's not catching on like she thought. And so you end up having all this. It does end up giving Earth back the water. She but not say it like you, a thousand times or 10,000 times, whatever that was. Most people don't know this, I guess. Most people don't realize that the Legion of Superheroes now saved Earth because you end up having a, you know, a pissed off deal. You end up having the general that originally had the Trident that was Monel's dad, you know, all this thing going on. And he wants to, you got to arrest them. You got to get them out of here. They're nonsense. Nonsense, you say, but how can they be? Because they've saved Earth and you see this big deal. Everybody's happy. Yeah, great. And it's okay. I like the idea that the Legion actually did something. Yeah. I like the idea they're the heroes. I like that part with John saying. And it's funny, too, because he's like, hey, you know, you you wanted me here to teach you. And uh, you know what? You're teaching me now. But also, you're, you're fine yourself. I just imagine they're having a vote. Let's get this brat the hell out of here. This kid's doing nothing but annoying us. But you end up having the whole Legion. We're the hope. Yeah, we're great. Oh. And then there's going to be war. And then you end up having the general leave. And you have next issue wanted by the United Planets. And it's just. It's just nonsense. There's too many characters that aren't explained. And you're not it doing seems anything. as if, and that's the weird thing is, it seems like Brian Michael Bendis wants to play the idea of, well, you know, you fans, you know these characters, but I don't know that he does. <laughs> and also, the idea he's changed some, but then he's adding more. And then you have, you know, uh, points. Damian Wayne shows up to uh, divert. To, nothing is focused. You finally this? get back to this, you know, Trident deal to just end it very quickly. You know, all of this setup to just that have tour, one, tour. just grab it. And then it ends up and then you see it there in a crystal, all that stuff going on. But it's, you know, not doing anything. This is a trade worth of story. Yes, you do end the whole, you know, deal with the trip. But what did we really get? What, what did we get with all of this except a bunch of nonsense and then a, an issue that because sales aren't horrible for this. Should Actually, be. it surprised me. It's in it's around like the 30, 32 range uh, thousands, which isn't that bad for a Legion book. I can only think that maybe he sees something coming down the line that he has to start doing because you have a collectible issue now. And then coming up, we're going to have two issues that are basically bullshit, extra size, unique issues with one page with all these artists. That's a gimmick. You're going to have two issues of gimmick coming up. Uh, let's get to the nitty gritty and learn what's going on with this. Now, in that, you're yeah, going to have yeah, one page justice. for each legionnaire. But. I, I need that. And I said, I wanted it at the beginning. Remember, I said maybe at the end of each issue, yeah. have three things. Why not do that? Have different artists with three little pullout deals with each deal. You can have everyone be there, but then we're going to end up taking tuition. It's just nonsense. Are we, Jeff? It, it really are is. Are we going to take? We're not going to. I think I'm done. <laughs> I mean, this is the end of an arc. We did our due diligence. I don't either. I like the art. I think that the good. art's fun, but. The story the worst just, part it, too. It it ends I up, want more John Kent. It's the only place I'm going to get it, and I don't like this, yeah. you know, aged up John Kent when anything we're dealing with here. Well, you can read the deceased dead planet, but, but that's an aged up as well. So, and that's Elseworlds, Eric. But, but that's yeah, 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 have all this. Aged. Yes, it is <laughs> naturally. But yeah, what would you give this? I would end up giving this a four point eight out of ten. 
I'm giving it a 4.5 uh, just because the art's pretty good. And boy, I love that monster boy. Can't get enough of that guy. But yeah, that is it. Go that is it for the boy. That is it for this podcast. Uh, what is your book of the week? Because I got to really sit and think My about it. My book of the week was. is Batman number 92. That is mine too, actually. So there you go. You ended up reminding me, Eric. And I'm going to tell you what's going to be coming it out feels next week. Good as having we always Batman do. To be a book of the week, and it's been so. Long. I think it's it's an important book to be number one. You need the you know DC needs their Santa, biggest character to have a really good time book. You or I had that as a book of the week. That was April of 2016, oh, Eric. I, I think so. <laughs> it, it would have been probably around uh, Tom King's Batman number five, okay. an issue that I loved. Uh, but Not here we go into – I like the annual number two as well, but I ended up having a dual score. One score for fans, one score for me, but I still – I think I give it a nine, said it was a perfect score for fans, but it wasn't everything a perfect score for yes. fans. Here is the books that's going to be next week. Two of these will be on the Patreon Spotlight. If you want to listen to those, go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash weird science. If you go up to the badass level, you can even pick or at least vote on the pick of what books we will be talking about. I have I have my ideas. <laughs> Eric, we have Batman and the Outsiders number 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we'll get a little bit of something well, here well, with Rachel Gould and his aliens. We're doing something new. Yeah, yeah, hopefully something happens. Well, we have we have Shiva there. She's a badass. All the all the men want her, and all the ladies want to be her. I mean, you got it all going on, Eric. We have Death Metal or De- Dark Knight's Death Metal number one. This is the big book. It's a big I ended up event. talking. I ended up talking to Tom Felrath, who he thinks that it will not sell well. And I said, are you talking about because of the situation that we're in now or because you don't think people will just buy it? He said he doesn't think people will buy it. I think he's a loony. I think people are going to buy the shit out of it. And even if they don't like it, I think they'll buy the shit out of it because it's the big book and everybody wants the big book. We have Hawkman number 24, Eric. We're going to continue the whole deal with Hawkman and Hawkwoman. In the God Beyond the Void. We'll see what's going on. Eric, one of our favorite books. It's funny to say this, but Metal Men number seven Damn right. is coming out. And yeah, we have enjoyed it. So hopefully. You know, Mercury is the only that. metal that's liquid at room temperature. I do know that. I also found out that a certain member of the Metal Men is kind of the Tina Turner of the group. Eric Nightwing annual number three. So we have an annual, and I will remind people that we do have an annuals week coming up at the end of the month where the whole show will be Patreon only. So pretty, pretty low, low, Jim. Pretty long. We have Strange Adventures number two. Remember that one, Eric? You love Not that. on purpose. Strange Adventures number two, the Tom King, Mitch Gerards, and Doc Shaner book. We'll see if if Mr. Terrific can figure things out, right? Yeah. We'll see. Superman number 22 we have. Let me just go by that. Flash annual number three. Do you know what's big on the Flash annual number three? I Eric? do not. Do you remember what's going on? That is the uh, issue where you end up having the Suicide Squad being chased down now by I the do Flash. I remember, and I look forward yeah, to that. so you have that. So do I. The Green Lantern season two number four. I believe that'll be done on Friday uh-huh. by uh-huh. me on my, on my own. Maybe also the next one, the question, uh, the deaths of Vic Sage number three. I may be doing that on the Friday oh. show as well. We have Wonder Woman number 757. We got the four horsewomen. Now maybe the two, the two maybe horsewomen. The three, maybe maybe Grail will show back up. Yeah, we'll see what's going on with that. We also have Wonder Woman Dead Earth number three. That would be on the Friday show if I do that as well. That's a book that I've been enjoying. It's the So the uh, question's dark, getting bumped is what you're telling it's, me. It's the black label, probably. Uh, one of those might be. And Young Justice number 15. I hear we were promised answers in this one. Where are we? I don't I, know. I heard we were promised well, answers for a long time now. 
That is true. You're you're a little sassy with that. Sassy. You are sassy. I like but Young yeah. Justice, and I don't like him seeing him destroy them. I'm telling you, I cut out that justice there, and I can make a really good sound by coming up with that one. But, Eric, that is it for the podcast. Everybody, if you want to read our reviews coming up, they now come out on Tuesday with all of the DC books being out on Tuesday as well. You can go to weirdsciencedccomics.com to read our written reviews. And we also have a Twitter that you can go and follow us on at Weird Science DC. And if you feel like it, give us a rating and a review and whatever you've listened to this if they allow that. But Eric, what do we say at the end of the podcast? Everybody have a great week. Keep it weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Can you travel through time?